Hello, Internet. Tonight, we're playing a role-playing game. I know it's a Switch, but, you know, you can learn to deal with it. We'll, we'll work through it with you, Internet. <laughs> you see, we have these polyhedral plastic devices. Now, here's anyway. where it gets complicated. We throw... Th <laughs> we're playing Rogue Trader again. Some of us throw dice harder than others. <laughs> we'll try not to break anything. It might be better if he does. Maybe if you break something, you'll also break ten. <laughs> I'll just be, I'll be over there in the corner, weeping. <laughs> no, never mind, I failed to weep. <laughs> Watches even your tears forsake you. Man, that was TN2. <laughs> Alright, so when last we left off, the group uh, successfully managed to get themselves out of the tombs of Agusia with the MacGuffin they needed to uh, maintain their professional relationship with Robert. They transferred the MacGuffin to the Boundless Enthusiasm, one of Robert's ships, and now they're considering going to the Rifts of Hecaton, thanks to a, well, a frankly alarming sort of message of, dis of uh, dissidence that came to the Imperium while they were busy in the tombs. So, what's your plan? Well, I know all the important things for me to do while we're in the warp, and that involves uh, disasters, so not much. Uh, Captain, I believe you had a plan for something you wanted to do before you left the system. Oh, here's a cool question. Do we have a chance to buy before we leave? Uh, from what? I guess there's not really a planet, is there? Not with cities and such. Wow, can know. you believe the Bandleth enthusiasm is that big that it's basically a city? Good to know. <laughs> To be fair, ships that size are crewed by like tens of thousands, so it's not they that far off. They probably don't have a running market, though. That you isn't know, just our, a commissary. Our ship has like 26,000, I think is our complement. But yeah, um, I well, we need to, to dock with the Mechanicus station and figure some shit out. Okay, so you begin docking procedures with the station of the Disciples of Thule, who are currently on board at Agusia. You're hailed, and they ask you the, uh, essentially the reason for your approach, why why you're here in the system, and why you need to talk to them. And I could, yeah, I think I'll just shove my warrant in their face. I don't think they really can do anything about that. Uh, ask if they have fuel, and uh, I'm not sure what else we'd grab there, because yeah, there's not much of a market. Maybe a cybernetics, but that's about it. One second, let me type in the chat, Travis. Oh, yeah, there was one cybernetic I wanted to try to pick up, but I can't find what book it's from now. The uh, Loudhaler cybernetic. That is the Vox implant, and that's in the base book. Is it? I must have missed it. I'll take a look. Yeah, the Loudhaler is the one that goes on a ship. Well, the one that like lets you, lets you have a megaphone built into your voice, essentially. Yeah, no, no Loudhailers are like amp-sized, like guitar amp. Well, I think there's the Loudhailers, there's handheld ones, and then there's also like... There's an upgrade for ships that lets you just broadcast on every channel hymns to the glorious emperor that dis that disrupt communication. Tra Travis, it probably already sounds like you know, I I don't even know w what even shoots out the end of an inferno pistol except for just raw death coalesced. It's essentially, plasma. If I remember correctly, it does sort of like the thunderstrike thing where it uh vaporizes a lot of the material in the center of the beam, so there's this loud cracking noise. But yeah, I don't think there's ever been a silencer that's worked for melter weaponry. Nah, nah. But no, 
Uh, no, no, not silencer. Loudener. It needs to be louder. But yes, it, it does not. You're incorrect. <laughs> <laughs> right, but um, Free, you, this will be uh, just like the last game. Except every time Travis shoots, everyone goes deaf. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Upon uh, presenting your warrant to the disciples of Thule, there's a brief moment of pause, and they allow you to dock. Herzog keeps a fairly wide distance from most Mechanicus, except the ones explicitly intended to talk to people. The cults and the Mechanicus don't have a great history. Not exceptionally, no. Uh, I, I forget. How uh, How are we... Oh, he was offline, that's why. Oh, Axa, the Vox implant is was not what I was looking for. The Vox implant's a built-in microbead. I'm looking for the one that's like the megaphone voice enhancer. Oh, I thought... I thought the Vox implant had that functionality. Not in the base game, anyway. It's just it's, a... If it's not in there, it's probably in Into the Storm, because I've seen two books, and I remember reading about that one. It's a good idea. I'll take a look in there. But yeah, um, it's not too long before you dock with the, um, the Explorator Cruiser, fitted with all of these rather strange-looking technological weapons and defenses. And, uh, yeah you dock with it and are allowed entry through the airlocks. Okay, just real quick, what do we f- finally figure out what the, uh, how he was joining on here? Oh, uh, I figured so, that... Sorry, I, I feel like I'm missing something. <laughs> nah, probably, um, an introduction, or probably a yeah, counter-introduction would probably be good. Didn't we figure that he was uh, working with the Disciples of Thule right now, and that you'd worked with him before? Yeah, I just, um... Hold on a second. Yeah, I think, uh, so we can just skip all the chattering. I think it was, he, he's working with the Disciples of Thule. You come on, do your business, see him, and then go, you're working for me now. He could have been our high factotum off screen, too. Yeah, we, we've, been, we've been through those options offline, but yeah, I think this is the one we came to. Yeah, so I guess at, at some point, um, just like doing like a basic... Uh, query of who's on board um you know realize there's a familiar name on the manifest and uh send a message over all right you've been pinged tell me what you look like yeah uh they'll they'll see the message and specifically look at the names and respond in kind uh are you ready to get off this miserable ship and onto a slightly less miserable one Pull me some form of deception check. <laughs> I mean, if you if you if you've gotten used to it, I, I guess we could like move your quarters down to near the uh, the engineerium if you really want. Oh, Ramirez, it's so pleasant to hear from you again. Um, no, you know, my family is willing to work with you as much as possible, and these mechanicus miscreants seem to be doing well enough without me. I believe they won't miss me if I jump ship. How are you and your family? Oh, we've been better. Oh, my travels with the uh, uh, Mechanicus do not afford a lot of time for anything. Uh, uh, We're we're working to actively suppress any news of, uh, but we we did manage to lose Corrin's rest. uh, It turns out that, that that job we did auditing the rest of our colonies didn't wasn't satisfactory or not entirely satisfactory you can't account for treachery i'm sorry to hear about that sir and i can see why you would be of need of my services again 
Yeah, there's a there's a particular uh, I don't know. Uh, well, see, this is part of the problem. It's part of why we need you. I don't know if it's like a combine or a single man or or what, but uh, someone bought the planet out from under us, and they want us to do certain things to get it back. And frankly, things have been a little too mysterious to remain comfortable. And you're pretty good at things. My specialty is with numbers. I shall greatly enjoy diving in and seeing where the paper trail leads. The hell do they have you do here? Counting barrels of Prometheum? Prometheum, sacred unctions, counting the dead, slipping some things under the guise of the Imperium. You know, the usual. The exciting form of usual, it seems. The usual form of usual. <laughs> At least you've stayed busy. That is true. That is very true. But I do not believe uh, I do not believe I would like that when the when the Ramirez family needs my help. I shall come and join as quickly as possible. I don't have very many items to care for here, being so eccentric as they are. So I shall move quarters as soon as the paperwork is finished. All right. What is the character's name and what does he look like? I am playing Mord S. Champierre, a 50-year-old male, about 5'5", a little stooped, about 145 pounds, very thin, uh, brown eyes, no hair to see, kind of stubbly, keeps himself clean-shaven. Older gentleman, 40K butler. Dresses in robes, dresses in very proper attire, um, at least when he was on the, the working with the people of Thule, um, probably will now walk around in some fashion, uh, more fashionable clothes now that he's back with the Ramirez family and uh, as a glorified accountant and butler. All right. So it doesn't take too long to negotiate the transfer of crew. If nothing else, uh, Mord is missing some significant cybernetics that would make interactions with the mechanics a lot simpler. Various ingrained microbeads and calculators and calculus loci implants. He can't scream in static at people. <laughs> Poor table manners to scream in binary. I prefer uh, high gothic. <laughs> yeah, and before long, your uh, contract is signed over. Right. Uh, you know, set up access uh, in a room and access to the bridge and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. Um. And introduce him to the to our high factotum, which is probably now just a factotum. <laughs> I must say, ma'am, I am rather disappointed with uh, this new change in crew, but I trust it's for the best. It's um, how do I explain this? Uh, there is a an essential difference of character uh, <laughs> that. You know, between someone good in times of peace and someone in, in times of war, this unfortunately uh, is shaping up to be something of war. And uh, let, let's be frank, you're stable and uh, persistent and very, very much, you know, functional. Uh, he is unconventional. And so, so you've hired on a wild card to replace me. Uh, while things are. Wild, yes. You're just not a wartime factotum. Very well. Very well. I'll give him the good seat. Ooh, extravagant. He walks off in a bit of a huff. Who is I wonder that? what makes the other seat bad. Tradition. <laughs> Mainly, yeah. 
Okay. Who's that? Might I ask, sir? The that the fine young gentleman that just uh, pouted out of the room. The last uh, totem. Yeah. Oh, am I to take his job? Uh, well, yes. All right, that's 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 fine. I was just unless um, Herzog is the master of boarding a position still open. <laughs> Would that be more up to your speed? Good work. Well, you never, you know what they say. Don't waste a utensil, even if it's a little tarnished. I'm sure he has. He can serve as a bit of extra help to figure out your financial issues. Oh yeah, no, certainly. I I very much doubt he knows what a vacation is. I believe his vacation is sitting with a nice pile of ledgers to figure out where the numbers went wrong. So maybe this will be an extended vacation for him. So the navigator comes up to you with his standard uh, closed third eye set in the center of his forehead and covered with various ritualistic uh, headbands and wrappings. Captain. Uh, yes. Navigator. Tell me again where we're meant to be going. Um... We are heading into the uh, the rifts of Takatan. You're joking. I uh, wish I were. <sighs> wonderful, wonderful. Uh, is this something your your house is incapable of? Incapable? No. We will see if the ship is capable of it. Oh, okay. So this fault with uh, this fault with the ship. Okay, tell me what that fault is. I'll have it fixed immediately. It is not a fault with the ship. It is a fault with the immaterium. That's what I thought. See, that's still sounding like you're saying you can't do it. Well enough, anyway. I will do as ordered, as always. But from there, the Astronomicon is always shrouded. I'll trust in your skills, then. The Emperor protects, even outside of his light. That's the dream, right? Mm, More than a dream. It'll have to remain our hope. Very well. I will try and plot a course for uh, Melbethe, the only star you can actually get to without dying. That seems like as good a target as any, then. By the way, if I mentioned last uh, session that Pulsar 787 Scran was a place you could go, I was incorrect. It, like much of the other parts of where we're going, are a hellhole. <laughs> we on- it is only known to the Imperium because they detected it from the center of the galaxy. <laughs> Melbethe is the only star that's ever had humans go to and come back from. This is why this is exciting. And even then, coincidentally, it was the Disciples of Thule that did it. They probably had, like, I don't know, some like weird navigator servitor hooked to a <laughs> cogitator that's like banned in four different galaxies. And <laughs> they our, were our robot has a third, fourth, and fifth eye. They actually said human words when they found something. It was, it was incredible. They were sheerly excited. I believe there was an ooh, an ah, and a yippee. Okay, you had me up until that yippee. They were really excited. Captain, are we to uh, head out at, as soon as omen preparations are done? Yes. Very well. I'll be in my chamber. No visitors. Um, did we decide what our omen was last time? Or do we skip that stuff? Uh, we skipped that. I didn't know about that till halfway through. So what? what is the about hour-long sort of ritual for good luck that you perform? Does it involve the arena uh, in any way? Hmm. I forget. Did navigators car- carry tarot decks too? Or is that just uh, psychers? I believe that navigators have their own sort of connection to uh, 
to the warp. They don't really deal with the Emperor's Terror so much. Just just make it a grand, unarmed uh, free-for-all, and the winner gets to push the button. He's obviously the luckiest one. That's great. I love <laughs> it. Oh boy, it's this type of ship. <laughs> All right, you leave. We have an arena. I didn't know that. <laughs> yeah, I'm literally jumping into this blind. <laughs> yeah, the, we have a resolution arena on board for when crewmates have disagreements with one another or we want entertainment. <laughs> yeah, and obviously, like, you know, rank is of no importance in this. Like, all of us are expected to get into this melee as well. Oh, man, I want to press the button. All right. Um, in that case, I suppose everyone roll me a strength test? Mortal, stay out of this. He'll just look for uh, opportunities. I roll my second power to make a crewmate strength test yeah, for me. You're a crew member. I you can make be- money on the side. Listen, <laughs> you could be the lucky one. Do you understand that? Oh, but sir, So I if try. you don't fight, then we'll be unlucky. <sighs> She says she says this with just pure conviction. Like, there's no bullshit here. Yeah, no, more just is like ah, he's remembering why the the family is a little crazy and why he went to Mechanicus for a little while. <laughs> yes, ma'am. Apologies. Yes, sir. Sir, ma'am. By the way, which do you prefer? Uh, I think Sir actually gets morphed into a dual gender thing in 40k. So well, that's the thing in the military now. Uh, sir is attached to both male and female officers, even in the real military, I believe. Sure, figured I'd. Yeah, because Mam has had to tr- crazy. You know. Crazy had a preference. Oh, my fucking strength is like my next lowest thing. Instead of me rolling strength, can I use compel to make a cr- other crew member roll strength for me? That is not within the spirit of. It seems, it seems a little rude. If they can't use guns, why can you use your brain powers? Because I'm using my natural abilities. This this really isn't in the spirit of the uh, of the exercise, choir master. Is it against the letter though? Well, she's the captain, so that's likely. why I'm asking. <laughs> yeah. There's no harm in asking. You have been closer to the emperor than I, uh, so I will allow you some leeway in this. However, uh, be circumspect. She'll nod, but give a bright smile. Herzog walks into the arena with his uh, hands wrapped in uh, linen, but no shirt. Just thick gray uh, chest and stomach and back hair over a uh, barrel-shaped torso. <laughs> All right. So, everyone tell me how many degrees of success you get. Uh, just, or no, zero. I don't think you get the free one in Rogue Trader rules. I think you can have zero degrees of success here. Five degrees of failure. Four degrees Ooh, of success. Yeah. Son of a bitch, I rolled 53 out of 52. I'm gonna get also, warped. Did I heal? Yes, he said just in the uh, Skype chat. Okay. One degree of success. I'm gonna get warped. This is bullshit. Alright. <laughs> no, my pain. Alright. Everyone tell me uh, what the fight is like for you. Be reasonable. Um, Phaedra, like, well, not particularly strong is at least decent in terms of like actual fighting ability, um, but like people are sort of subconsciously af- af- afraid to like hit her <laughs> for obvious reasons, and um, obviously since she's not the winner, uh, eventually you know one of the one of the big guys who like you know drags the macro cannons open, you know ends up 
ends up knocking her out about, you know, three quarters of the way through it. <laughs> right. Dandy, how's it go for you? Not badly. It's uh, she's not really committed to winning the whole thing in general or really getting hit at all. So for the first few moments, she just kind of hangs around the outside of it. She doesn't really throw many punches. Um, and instead, for what little she can, just directs people away from her to punch someone else. But when someone finally pushes up close enough to her to actually hit her, she just essentially rolls the punch back and just like immediately intentionally drops out of it but then give them a knowing look. It doesn't last very long. <laughs> sure. Herzog? Uh, he wades in, shouting exultations. He uh, goes through a couple of the line crews and then winds up in the middle of the uh, first boarding party. And uh, after a few good hits to the kidneys, he has to go down. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see. Um, <laughs> Mord. Mord walks in, bows to his opponent, and gets uppercutted in the face. <laughs> <laughs> oh, right out the moment he bows down to his opponent. <laughs> Did I win? <laughs> no, no, never never bow to the janitorial staff. They, they, they don't know what it means. I'll have to remember that, sir. So I don't get to push the button. Can I go back to scamming the other crew members? Yep, you, you can go ahead and do that, sweetie. Thank, it's okay. Thank you. <laughs> All right. And Scylla. Every motherfucker gets suplexed. She somehow right. suplexes three people with one grab. And when your suplexing is complete, you fought, you weep for there is no man left to suplex. You are the winner. Not by much, but you are the winner. Suplex the final opponent. Lens flare. Hit the button. What kind of pilot would I be if I couldn't beat up everyone else on the ship? <laughs> A pretty plus, normal one. Plus the button's already in front of your chair. <laughs> Phaedra on the, on the bridge holding a piece of grox meat to her cheek. Oh, look, you don't even need to get out of the way for anyone this time. <laughs> yeah, everyone ends up back in the uh, the main the, the main bridge, slightly contused. Mord's got a nasty migraine, but yeah, the uh, things are complete, and the navigator radios into you, Captain, and says, "All right, expecting a month and a half of travel in the Immaterium." All right, Emperor, protect you, navigator, and you as well. Voidmaster, push the button. I push the button. Okay. And you feel the your other thrusters activate as you rip a hole in real space and penetrate into the purple swirling miasma of the immaterium. Everyone starts feeling a little sick as the Geller fields activate, holding back the horrors and temporal eddies. Eddies. Ah, uh, feels like home. All right. So this session is going to be a little bit more on the side of character developments. We'll really sort of get some of those character relationships flowing. Because you're going to be in here for a while. It's not going to be nearly as much time I, I, in I real forget. space time. Is but... it that we're going to be out of real space for a week or for four months? Roll uh, figure that one out. <laughs> it really depends. Generally speaking, you spend more time... It feels like more time in the warp, but sometimes you... Go in for an hour and come out 30 years later. Okay, I was wondering whether there was a hard and fast rule, except in cases of, you know, fucked up time travel. Every case is a case of fucked up time travel. Fair enough. Uh, I did have one thing that immediately upon um, us getting back into the warp, uh, that uh, D'Andy would go and see Mord with a nice bottle of Amasek. 
Yeah, he'll probably be sitting over a couple of books, a data pad, probably taking down notes from the fight. Well, you're already set up well and everything. Good job to be set up and well prepared. <laughs> Miss... Dandy. Dandy. Interesting name. Oh, we've met once before. It wasn't very long, though. I don't blame you for forgetting. Ah, uh, but it's still a lapse in my abilities to forget a crew member. <laughs> Here. She'll uh, hand him a glass. Not oh. yet poured, but then she'll <laughs> pop open the lid. Having you back on the crew. I've heard good things about you, and from what little I've seen is good as well. Ah, uh, yes. I'm sure my display in the resolution arena filled you with confidence. <laughs> Rubs her jaw a bit. You're a man with taste for finer things. Not as used to the simple brutality and little... I mean, honestly, neither am I. You seem to have handled yourself well, though, without <laughs> laying a finger on anybody. Uh, that's That was the key requirement, dear. Never let them know you're coming. I believe that's the <laughs> after pathway. Oh, by this time, everyone here knows I'm coming. Hmm. And how did you help here, ma'am? If you don't mind an old man prying? They needed someone to communicate long distances. I needed to be anywhere else than where I was. It worked out great for both of us. Really, I, I, there's not much more of a story than that. And this bottle? Did the captain give it to you, or did you find his secret stash? Oh. Her secret stash. We have funds to purchase things that we care for on our own, and I also care for the finer things when I can get a handle on it. Experiences are what's important in our lives. It's what we'll have at the end, isn't it? So, to positive experiences. Shall offer a cheers. He'll offer a cheer back. <laughs> and to negative ones as well, I guess. Though hopefully less of them. May the counts even out in the end in your favor. <laughs> oh. Or at least the debt go to somebody else that'll can pay it off. Ah. We can always hope for such a thing. But windfalls for now, eh? Yes, ma'am. Yeah, she'll down hers and pour another glass and leave the rest of the bottle with him. <laughs> All right. Does anyone else have any scenes they'd like to do? Anyone who just wants to chat with somebody? Um, maybe. Well, actually, let's let's see let's see how bad the uh, how bad the translation effects are. Because <laughs> <laughs> that, that might do some interesting stuff. Right now, I can't think of anything. Yeah, that was mind. the only immediate scene I had. I'll probably have scenes down the line, but we'll see what people get affected by. <laughs> sure. Well, we'll go check everybody out, just one at a time. But I okay. Don't... I will say uh, two of you did fail your uh, warp hallucination rolls, but I'm not saying which two yet. Oh, lovely. So who wants to talk with Crazy Butler Man next? I'm saving X for last. The Buff Priest or the Fighter McShootsman's? Who's Fighter McShootsman? You. I think it's supposed to be you, but I don't think you shoot. So. Cause you're a, you, you fly a ship and you shoot like a starfighter. I mean, I mostly stab things. Oh, You shoot fight. your sword really well. Yeah, it's a gun sword. It's a, or it's a sword gun. Blade. No. Uh, I guess. and Charybdis. God damn it. Yeah. Uh, what's your. Can someone put the names in the chat since I do not have them? Like a monster? Yep. We have Scylla, Phaedra, Herzog, and Deandy. She's named after an ancient nerd thing. <laughs> Aren't, Aren't all your nerd. characters named after an ancient nerd thing? <laughs> No, stuffed Lanzo under the couch. Because <laughs> literature is totally a nerd thing. Let's be honest, it kind of is. A little bit, yeah, that's fair. 
Sure. Um, Mortal, go check. Uh, go proceed to try and find Sila. Where would she be? Driving. Yeah, basically. Driving. <laughs> just, just, just like cups. Scattered, like (laughs) she's just got a mountain and a second chair to hold even more of her recap. The 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 price of not driving the ship into a probabilistic mouth is constant vigilance. Well, then, good thing he got a bottle from the astropath. Yeah, he'll walk in and, uh, Miss Celia. uh, Do you have an opportunity to speak? Certainly. Well, I do not know how much you know about me, but I am going to be in charge of the captain's ship and her crew, and I would like to know a bit more about you if you have the opportunity. Looks at all the cups and the bladder for that. Uh, Sil's so gonna gonna look at you for a second. What what's this dude like? What can she tell by looking at him in terms of like? what his deal is, and if he's a strong man, or if he's... I mean, she saw him bow, but that's just him being dumb, not necessarily weak. Uh, he looks frail. He's got, like, a cloak on, and I'm guessing since she's a fighter, or since she's a pilot, and uh, she can get a good read on people, he's got a little bit of a weasel face, and, like, kind of just checking people out and looking for openings, but doesn't look like he can take anybody in a fight. Okay. Um... Yeah, I mean, she shrugs. I come from what you guys call a death world. I killed things way bigger than me. And then the pilot died in the ship. I was being dropped on some planet to fight for the Imperium. So I just grabbed the controls and it worked out. So they made me a pilot. Ah, so a person of great ability, if I may flatter you a bit. Shrug. (laughs) Is there anything I should be on the lookout for? Or that I should look out for you. I mean, probably watch out for robot skeletons. Those motherfuckers are mean. Are we is, it, is that a joke about the Mechanicus? I'm sorry. I'm I'm, I'm a little I'm a little no. outside of my. No, like fucking robot skeletons. They tried to wreck our shit. It's bad news. Oh, the, the captain is up to her usual things. Great. Um. All right. I shall remember that. Well, you can see you're busy, and man, a lady, a few words. If you require anything, please feel free to ask. I have this fancy bottle your astropath has given me, if you would like a hep for your recaf. Sure. And you notice that she's not drinking recaf. It's just it's just Amasek. She doesn't... <laughs> <laughs> the world she's from, water was usually dangerous to drink, so they found ways to get drunk. That's just how it works. They found ways to drink without dying, yeah. You'll see that Knock an eyebrow, but then just pour you, uh, fill up your glass. Thank you. Safe trips, and I pray you you safe flights. Yeah. Did anything stabbed or flown? Tell me. I'll remember that. All right. So everyone sort of gets caught up in their duties for a few days, and there are a lot of duties on a warp-bound ship. Hee <laughs> It's an it's an interesting combination of boredom and horror. And after five days, you get the tentative call from the uh, the twist catchers, the fire brigades, basically everyone on the ship that everything seems to be fine. So I guess, Mord, if you want to try and figure something out about your forensic accounting, you can try a roll for that. Okay. Uh, would barter work or commerce? Or excuse me, yeah, bar- uh, commerce or like inquiry? 
I'd say commerce or inquiry would work. Hmm. I'll try inquiry. Fuck me. 88 out of 65. I'm okay. really good at rolling doubles. Uh, you may you may or may not want to do it now, but you can you can spend one of your fate points for the session to re-roll. Yep. Uh, how many fate points did I have on this guy? Two? Let's live dangerous. Yeah, I'll, I'll re-roll this one. Okay. Oh, much better. Ot nine out of 65. So okay. five degrees of success. All right. So that actually gets you a fair amount of information. First of all, you find out that uh, there is no CEO on your records of a high-powered executive that just goes by Robert. So it's probably an alias. Not too surprising, though. That happens pretty frequently in high-powered, uh, high-powered business town. Uh, you find that the codes he gave you to encrypt the transfer of currency fit those of a weapons manufacturer. So he either is associated with one or is one himself. Let's see, what else do you figure out? You figure out, again, from the codes you received, that um, he does likely operate within the Coronis Expanse, not from, like, the Core Worlds or the Inner Rim. So you got five degrees? Yes. All right, so two more pieces of information. This should be fun. Let's see. You actually managed to, uh, in your records from the Disciples of Thule, you managed to get a little bit of information on their roster from the from when the Balanced Enthusiasm interacted with the Disciples of Thule. And you find that he has a very low turnover rate. All of the people on the roster have a listed date of having been on board for something like five years at the very least. So something's keeping them on board. And the fifth piece of information you find is that when you, uh, when you flip over one of the pages in your ledgers, you see on top of your page this gigantic cockroach. And you get the distinct impression that if it touches you, it's going to kill you. Throw the book! All right, you throw the book. <laughs> As you throw the book, you hear this horrible scattering sound as hundreds of them rush out of the pages of the book, scattering along your wall. Uh, yeah, let's get out the room. <laughs> All right, you run, and you can hear the uh, the skittering of very small feet behind you. Hmm, where do I go? Where do I go? I will find the captain. All right, captain. You hear a you hear a sort of low pitch yelling throughout the halls. Not always the best sign in warp translation. Yeah, I gotta open the door from from her. Uh... The term be a stateroom, I guess, and uh, kind of you know poke the head out from the from the doorway. <laughs> Make me a perception check. Right, uh, awareness. You mean? Axe, uh, I look like a skeleton per- robot. <laughs> straight perception. Uh, no, ninety-eight out of like thirty. Okay. So as uh, as Mord runs into you. You see that uh, rather than one of his normal eyes, he is sporting this horrific compound insectile eye. Fuck, man, the roaches got to him. But you see nothing behind him. Uh, going to, like, just grab him if he's running by. No, he's running into you. We'll get to you and stand prim and proper, even though he's a little stooped in the back. Uh, kind of twitching, looking back behind and being, um, sir, I have a complaint I would lust to tell you. 
uh, probably his insect eye is crawling all over the place like Mad Eye Mooney. Uh, yeah, no, come, come inside. Thank you, thank you, sir. Um, I would like to request lock, a double lock, triple lock. <laughs> oh dear. <laughs> I would like to request a fumigation of my room. There appears to be some type of giant death roach inside, or a host of families. I cannot continue my uh, duties properly when they are trying to kill me. Have a seat. I would prefer to stand. You'll sit. Yes, ma'am. Mord, you can hear the roaches trying to scrabble at the door. Uh, going to go grab a small knife. While, while you're up, can you please grab a small towel or something to keep them out of the door? I can hear them crawling. They seem to be chasing oh. me. They wish my blood. Good point. We're going to need a towel for this. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> it's intercom. Uh, bring a Medicaid and some towels up to the captain's stateroom, please. Thank you. Click. Uh, Herzog will probably wander the bridge hearing that. All right. Um, Herzog, you start walking your way to the uh, walking your way to the captain's zone. Captain, what are you up to? Uh, you know, just gonna brandish the knife. Uh, okay, yeah, no, remain sitting. Um, I have some bad news regarding your right eye. I think it might have something to do, uh, looks under the door for, you know, cockroaches that aren't coming. I think this might have something to do with the, uh, the appearance of insects that you, uh, you claim to be talking about. Um, I should, should I be going to the doctor? Uh, I'll, I'll take care of it. Don't worry about it. Uh, here, hold this towel under your chin if you would. I, I, I would much prefer an escort to the doctor. Not, not suggesting that you aren't fully capable of doing this yourself, uh, sir. But I do see a couple dozen bottles of Amasek around here, and I feel as if you might be slightly incapable at this current exact moment. I am sober as an Arbitess high factotum. Now, just hold this towel under your chin and lean your head back. Okay, sure. Am I gonna lose an eye within 30 minutes of playing this fucking game? <laughs> uh, that depends. Is, is, that a, is that a limit that you don't want to cross for your character? Nah, that's fucking fine. I'm just laughing at the fact I'm gonna lose an eye. <laughs> I've been laughing my ass off this entire time. <laughs> this is such a Travis thing to have happened, and it's not even your fault. Man, I, I thought me cutting, almost cutting my arm off in the first half hour of uh, the game was was the worst thing that would happen. <laughs> well, let's uh, see if we can throw a wrench in the works. As you approach with a knife, uh, Captain Herzog comes to your locked door. Oh, oh! He, you know what? He, he should be here for this. Uh, you know, Emperor protects and all that. Uh, undoes triple lock, double lock, single lock. Opens up the door, and you see the captain there with a knife in hand and a towel. Herzog. More do you see the uh, the roaches just skitter under your chair and start swarming around your feet? Pull the feet up very quickly and sit in the chair. Captain knows what she's doing. I guess. As long as they're not crawling. What exactly are we doing with the knife? There's um 
Well, what, does, uh, what do I see? Uh, nothing. You, you, you just see more in the chair facing the uh, captain's desk. Uh, what about what about the the important detail? It's facing away from you. Okay. Uh, yeah, Captain, what are you doing? Oh well, <laughs> you know maybe maybe you'd be better at this than me. Uh, here, hands the knife to you. What am I doing? Um, there's uh some kind of growth. Uh, it appears to be protruding from uh from the high factotum's eye. Uh, he also is is having hallucinations of uh of insectile creatures of some kind, and uh, I think it's related. Uh. Lean around to take a look at the growth on the eye. Uh, the Seneschal's eyes are rather bloodshots and darting from side to side, but otherwise fine. Uh, yeah, Captain, you're going to have to point out the growth to me. He seems a little flighty, but I suppose that's reasonable, given he's been aboard the ship uh, not that long. Oh, no, of course. I, I'm I am sorry, Hertzgold, but if you could keep walking around and just so that they don't crawl up the chair faster. Dip, 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 dip. It's okay, Lord. Lord Captain's gonna make the bugs go away real soon. Um, kind of grabs him, you know, by the face, like thumbs on cheeks. Turns turns his head towards Herzog and like tries to touch at the insect eye that you see. Yeah, you can you can feel the bumps under your fingers. It's real grody, and a bit of icker comes off when you pull your finger away. It kind of, you know, flicks her hand, like, oh, no. You see, it starts right there, uh, ends about here. I, I think I'll have to lose the eye. What does it look like to you? Uh, I count uh, eight compound eyes. All right, I think I get what's going on here. Oh, good, good. Because I mean, I, I have I uh, I called for a Medicaid. They're they're not here yet, but um, you know, you could probably handle handle this. Uh, okay, so let's uh, let's get to work. Uh, Captain, I don't think you should be present for this. Uh, how about you go wash up in the washroom real quick? I'll take care of it. By the way, make me a perception check, Captain. Sixty-one out of thirty. Okay, as you were. Uh, I mean, if you're sure. Kind of look, you know, talks past him. I mean, we have, uh, I believe we have a decent supply of bionics available. It'll be fine. I fact told him. Uh, let me know if you need the bathroom, uh, if you know if this is like any, a lot of, to clean up the blood. Uh, g- goes in, open, reopens up the door, throws a bunch of towels out. Let's speak quietly. All right. How much of your wits have you got about you still? Well, the fact that you are about ankle deep in roaches that are or some type of insectoid that is surely going to kill me and then possibly move on to you or the captain means my wits are perfectly about me and I wish you would just please for the sake of me step a little harder to crunch them down a bit they're climbing the chair just a second he'll uh, talk into his microbead and call up the chief medicaid officer whoever that is uh, undefined, so a new one gets established. Uh, let's see, 6-4, uh, we'll just roll randomly for traits. I wanted just to be a eye. really heavy, no-nonsense woman. Or a chain-smoking uh, smartass, as is usual. A chain-smoking smartass, heavy-set small woman. Yes, I am okay with that. Just like, sure. large and short chain-smoking woman. 
Yeah. Uh, hey, send me up two orderly teams with tranquilizers to the captain's cabin. Oh, what now? Warp madness. Two cases. Fair enough. I'll be back soon. She goes off in a huff. Uh, he'll he'll take a pillow off the bed and uh, empty a pillow, empty the pillow out of the pillowcase and uh, hand it to Mord. Mord, you have right. a pillow. Yeah, just just put that over your head for now, and I'll take care of the roaches and just just sit quietly. All right. Thank you, sir. Puts the pillow on. <laughs> uh, you you can't see the bugs anymore. Well, clearly, if I can't see the bugs, they can't get me. Yeah, that seems, that's what this that nice seems, young man is telling me. That seems possible. Uh, we do new character description, but Herzog is about fifty-five and uh, dark gray. You're a nice young man. Fair enough. Only <laughs> member of the crew older than you, isn't that right, Travis? Yeah, about. <laughs> you don't get a whole lot of old people on the void ships. I wonder why. If they are old, you know they did people. a really good job. Yeah, you don't get a lot of people in forty k outside of the Emperor. The, the, the Ramirez dynasty retirement plan is actually not bad compared to the universe <laughs> at large. It's relatively well-funded, uh, given the few amounts of withdrawals. <laughs> All right. Yeah, so by the time you come out again, Captain, uh, your Seneschal has pillow over his face. Oh, he's all kind of getting away. Yeah. Uh, yeah, he's all good now. Uh, just, uh, just go ahead and have a seat. I called for some help. They're going to take him out on a stretcher. Yeah, I feel like I can't help but feel like this is my fault, you know, picking him up at the. It's never what have happened. Uh, if I just left him at that tool station. You got a good heart, Captain. Uh, j- just go ahead and have a seat for now. He'll be all right. I hope so. And he'll uh, pour her a brandy out of the uh, cabinet. All right. I think that's about the conclusion of that dramatic moment. After, after a little while, you get taken off to the. Uh, Mord gets taken off to the medical wing where he is given a clean bill of health with some confusion, but you don't see the bugs anymore. Good. I'll have to thank her. I'll have to thank. I'll have to thank that man that put the, the pillow over my head. He dealt with them properly. I can't fucking believe this happened. <laughs> I'll just say, Mord, your hallucination was phobia. Captain, your hallucination was mutants, mutants everywhere. <laughs> Both of them triggered by rolling nines on skill checks. <laughs> if you hadn't ro- if you hadn't used that fate point, you wouldn't have uh, would have phobia up. Stupid Listen, Zinch is great. He gave me the information I needed, but at the cost of a little bit of sanity. That's a fair deal. Sandy uh, too, not even long term. You're to, to be fair, it almost cost you an eye, <laughs> but it didn't, and that's what matters. <laughs> and it worked out. <laughs> Once uh, Phaedra has her wits about her again, Herzog will apologize. Imagine that, like sedatives have to administ- have have to be administered to her in like a secretive fashion. <laughs> yeah, I was figure he was going to put them in the brandy when they showed up. <laughs> All right. Everyone has been firmly drugged, so it's about now that I'm going to mention uh, what happens in the next warp encounter. Once again, last time you said that, James, there was a demon that we ended up getting lost in a tenebrinet maze that we used as personal defense in the ship. Yeah, that is what happened last game. But this time, you hear nothing. Well, you get the standard all's well call. Great. Excellent. Is there some sort of chess-like game in the 40k setting? Regicide. Yeah, it's called Regicide. 
Perfect. I, I feel like D&D would be the type to play that game a lot. The Navigator um, normally pl- plays, but uh, he's busy. He's, he's super yeah. busy. <laughs> he's, he's locked inside piloting. his Oculus Orb, using his lidless eye to pilot this ship through the warp. <laughs> using a shrouded Astronomicon, I'd like to point out. Um, so yeah, which, who among the crew else would play? Uh, Phaedra certainly does. Ah, great. Yeah. Say, Herzog, uh, he spends his time in the gym. He doesn't play. He's a man of gut and muscle. D&D pretty much never goes to the gym ever, so we probably don't encounter much. Yeah. <laughs> the priest and Scylla probably have, have like a very... They get along but in that silent way, where they just kind of like occasionally look and like nod or like flex at each other. Yeah. <laughs> No, they should work out together at the gym. Yeah, just like, sit down at the booths right next to each other, like nod, and then just work out and do nothing else yeah. with each other. Exactly. Work out in silence. I've got a small diagram here of who's had a scene with who. I'm just going to put a line between Scylla and Herzog now. <laughs> Competitive lifting. Oh, man, if I get that loud inhaler implant, I'm going to be the best gym bro ever. Can you imagine the shouts? <laughs> Hark! Feel the bird! Hark! <laughs> 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 if you don't feel the burn, you'll feel this burn. Raise the flamer. Yeah, the gym is a uh, port section uh, central, and you can hear it in the bridge when he grunts. <laughs> 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 but yes, uh, how's this game of Regicide go? Right back. Uh, sure. Is it mechanically similar to chess? I don't know how it works at all. Yeah. It, well, let's just assume it's chess. <laughs> probably, yeah. Um, Phaedra probably, probably plays in a way that's very. Um, uh, plays it like someone who learned it out of a book, like very uh, sticks to conventional strategies. That's uh, not very innovative. Dandy is the polar opposite. She all she knows is what she's learned from people and read off of people. So she entirely adapts to what other people do. She doesn't actually have any inherent strategy when she enters a game. Yeah, so unless unless this is the f- unless this is the first in a series of games, you're probably winning. It's probably not the first in a series of games, but also I don't think she's like the best. She probably wins more often, but it's more like a three out of five or something like that. Um, but during this particular game, uh, like partway through, I understand the Terran Gambit always works. That's what you said last time as well. No, that was the Martian Gambit. That's a little different. Um, but anyway. And that one also always works too, because it didn't last time. It's it's supposed to. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's a little bit of a weak early game, but very strong mid and late. I, I don't I don't understand. I'm certain that's exactly what it's intended to do. She places a soldier ahead. So, Captain, I must ask, since I don't think anyone else has, how are you feeling? It's kind of a complicated question. I expect a complicated answer. Um. Still, really haven't had time to process the the rapid change from you know this planet's lost forever to you into the clutches of a debased, uh, very shiny, happy gentleman to uh, it's within your grasp, but only after you perform services for an unknown quantity. Uh, I'm still working through that. Uh, she takes a moment to swallow her drink for nodding a couple times. The brandy helps more than, more than it usually does, actually. Is it better or worse as it is now? Not not the brandy, the situation with the planet. I, I honestly don't know. This, you know, 
we need to get something on this guy or I'll have our entire dynasty on the hook forever. I understand. I doubt he will be willing to meet with us in person for a sizable amount of time, but if he does, I will endeavor my best to do what I can. At the moment, though, I think that new fellow, Mord, he is much more able to find out information through other sources. Not no, much more he direct. Is, uh, he is adept at his work. When we decided to have the inquest made into the the entirety of our colony base, uh, he came very, very highly recommended by the uh, sector archbishop. And from what I heard you mention before, he lived up to that, yes? Mm-hmm. Well, I'll have to trust in him for now. We'll make it work, though. I certainly hope so. Are you sure the Terran Gambit always works? She says as she takes a night. That's... I'm not going to go back into my quarters and get the book, but... Did it say it always works against a specific other Gambit? Because that might be your problem. No, it's, uh... It's a, uh... Mm, you know, you might be right. So, so what exactly, uh... I mean, you're, you're you're two moves away from from side here. Um, what 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 gambit would you be running? Oh, I don't think they've given it a name yet. Hmm. Well, that doesn't help. Well, really, I'm not sure if it exists. I haven't really done my research. Um, stop by my stateroom later. I'll I'll give you the book. <laughs> oh, I appreciate the offer, but no, thank you. I think that would distract me too much. I don't have the memory for these sorts of things, you know. Okay, just trying to help. Appreciated. Check. And I think that's good for the scene. Okay. Okay. Next. All right. A few more days pass, and uh, Josh, are you back yet? Oh, I think he's gone Josh for the back. rest of the night. Um, in that case, is it all right if we uh, pause the session here and take it up next week? I'm good with that. Yeah, sure. Yeah, that's fine. I'd just like to make sure that everyone's involved, you know? Yeah, yeah no, it's perfectly fine. All right. In that case... uh. Well, all this is going to get cut out anyway to link it to the next thing, huh? Yep. So I guess just cut cut the recording, please. <laughs> all right. Hello, Internet. We are back to Rogue Trader. When last we left off, um, we met a secretary, and the secretary almost got his eye cut out by a captain. This surely bodes well for the rest of the adventure. <laughs> <laughs> it's gone well so far. To be fair, in in two warp trips, we've had two attempts to hack off a limb or uh, extremity due to hallucinations. <laughs> do eyes count as extremities? Uh, they do have to be extreme to me. They, it seems more like an intermity to me. Like <laughs> clearly, you guys haven't read the pamphlets that you got when you <laughs> when you signed on to the Ramirez Dynasty. Our bionics plan is great. <laughs> eyes on the inside, eyes on the outside. What is the difference, and what could you do? <laughs> Great. All right. So the group is about 15 days into their projected 43-day trip through the warp. It's it's about as bad as it sounds. Place your bets now, Internet. See who's going to die first. <laughs> That's what we got yeah. the fate points to burn. We can even burn them collectively to save the ship. Yeah. Once. Anyway. <laughs> so... Let's see. It's not been too long since, uh, since Mord's run in with the captain. And uh, the tensions of the few people who know about it are a little bit high. Just a little bit high. And, Captain, you notice people have been avoided ta- avoiding talking to you for a little bit. As much as they legally are able to? Yes, as much as they are able to without being derelict in their duties and thus and the subject of worse things than having their eyes cut out. I guess that 
I, I guess her her reaction to this really depends. Like, does Mord? Because uh, it's not like she needs to speak with him in any sort of official capacity. So, does Mord kind of stay away from her as well, or no? <laughs> This is just business of working with the Ramirez. Okay, you get crazy requests. I've there, there was an uncle that lost an arm because it was part of a duel challenge. I don't, don't ask me. They and do to be fair, shit. she was very polite before attempting to cut out your eye. <laughs> Give you a nice comfy chair and everything. Yeah. Asked if you were doing okay. Carefully led you aside. Do you yeah. understand? Those towels I was about to mop his blood up with cost more than like several planets. They oh, cost yeah. more than him. Oh yeah, he knows. He did. We, we he need the mechanicus the <laughs> to create a cogitator to figure out the thread count. They're luxurious. <laughs> he did. He did the. He was doing the finances of your ship. He knows how much that meant. Man, these Archaeotech towels are really top notch. <laughs> yeah, no, mortal. Just go back to work and go back into his books. So he'll keep regular contact if he has any information. Yeah, I mean, like the the hallucinations are like a. Like, they don't recur, I assume. Like what's, what's the deal with... Roll your dice, see what happens. I think uh, they said they were going to last all session. Or for a while, right? Essentially, if you talk to a new character, you make another check. It'll so be fun. Just, like, day-to-day workers get the completely slaughtered in some way or another. Like I said, they've been avoiding the captain. <laughs> going through his many, many levels of delegation instead. All right. Yeah. Uh, well, she's allowed to interact with Mord. She'll she'll realize that he doesn't have you know a weird spider eye, and just kind of retreat a little bit because she almost cut out a dude's eye while hallucinating. Though, question, James. Uh, would the follow up scene of like uh, regicide have required making a roll? Uh, regicide. We played Regicide after oh, yes. that incident last time, but we didn't roll a die to see if... Uh, sure, roll me a d100. 29. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. This session, Captain tries to kill all the characters, including herself. What was that number? <laughs> it had a 9 in it, you asshole. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, uh, let me roll on the hit location chart. Now, to be fair, if it's any time a nine comes up, that's one in five or thereabouts. Yeah, a little bit different than that, but still, yeah. Yeah, so uh, I'm, I'm mainly going to be having it happen with PCs. We'll, All right, we'll so... past the, the bodies that lie in her wake of just ordinary crew members. Axe, I love your ability to roll the best rolls no matter the situation. So you're, you're playing... I've, I've got uh, the random.org query right here, man. I can show you. Like, this shit sucks. <laughs> you're, you're playing Regicide with uh, uh, the Stanzione Dynasty. <laughs> you're playing Regicide with Deandy, and uh, at at some point during it, just she yawns, and at the same time, you think you can see against the outline of the front of her clothes the, the outline of another mouth on her stomach, full of fangs, yawning. <laughs> <laughs> like, you know, it's about to move a piece. Hands start shaking, you know, piece drops and kind of rolls off the table, gets down and like sort of looks from, you know, bottom of the table angle to see like if she can get a better look at it. Dandy was probably looking off the other direction, but then just immediately reached down to grab the piece that fell off the table. We comically clunk heads. <laughs> Tonk. 
Ow, my cranial plate. Ow, my actual skull. Have you been feeling recently? As well as anyone who would head through the warp, I suppose. I have an upset tummy. As like, yeah, I, I heard there might have been a slight problem with the uh, with the commissary staff. Have you been having any uh, any gastrointestinal troubles recently? None whatsoever. I tend to eat my own meals, but well, as far as I can help it, anyway. I'm gonna look down see if she still sees it. Um, you, you see a couple of spe- uh, a couple of uh, suspicious ruffles and ridges, but you don't see anything clearly defined. Are you all right? Uh, you seem perturbed. Yeah. Um. Did you eat something poor from the commissary? I can check in with the staff and make sure they take care of things better. No, no, no. I, I just haven't been eating well in general lately. Uh, do you, have you, I'm just going to say it straight out. Um, there's a, there's a, there's a mouth on your stomach. Excuse me? There's a mouth on your stomach. I feel that is something I would have noticed, but, um, like, gently, like, pats down (laughs) her chest to stomach. Fine. I don't believe so. Are you certain you're okay? I could check in with medical, or check in with medical for me if you truly insist. I, you know, I, I think that would be a good idea. All right. Well, if you don't mind, uh, it's been lovely playing some games with you, but I must head down there immediately, it seems. She stands up and, like, politely bows. She is creepily followed to the infirmary by the captain. Oh, back in one moment, sorry. Good thing I wasn't simultaneously haunted by mouths. I was expecting him to have it talk to me or something. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> sorry about that. I'm back. Uh, yeah, we meandered, uh, well, not meandered, actually. It was a pretty direct, uh, walk, brisk pace to the infirmary. Okay. Um, Captain, do you have the, uh, ship stats on your sheet? Yep. What do you need? Please, please tank one population and one morale. Pookie? (laughs) Uh, where am I here? Okay, 99 pop, 102 morale. Okay. Now, while you're down there in the infirmary... You get a you get a message on your comms, um, Captain. Yes. Check the doors. The now, the doors where? Uh, now all of the doors in the ship have these uh, glyphs above them that show um, that that show like various informational things about the ship mean different things to different people. Some of them are only understood by you. Some of them are only understood by engineering. Some only understood by medical stuff like that. Right now. Over the top of the infirmary door, there is a light blue glowing glyph that you know means warp incursion. This is, of course, to not cause a serious panic, one of the ones that only you understand. Okay, now, what, what's the nature of that? It is like, for, you know, sorry to sort of like take it out of the game for a second, but yeah. does that mean like that a demon's going to show up somewhere on the ship, or that we're just vulnerable, or what that is that? Means, that means mean? that spontaneously something from the warp is present on your ship, past the Geller field. Yeah, it gets back on the comms. Uh, you know, speak with the station heads, you know, or uh, deck, people in charge of the decks, and see if we can isolate where it's coming from. Okay. Um, all of the department heads get together, but uh, 
you don't manage to get in touch with the head of the janitorial commission. Everyone else seems present. Yeah, you know, get on the ship intercom. Uh, can the, uh, the the head of the noble janitorial guild uh, please, uh, re- you know, come to the office uh, on the third deck, please? You are met with no response. Any sub-guild masters on this band? Uh, Want to talk to me? You, uh, you, you get a comms message. Uh, Captain, is everything all right? Where is the, uh, where's your guildmaster? Uh, I haven't talked to him since I was down in the, uh, headquarters. Uh, and that was the last time you saw him? Yes. Uh, could you, uh, could you go back and check for me? Perhaps he's fallen ill or asleep or some such thing. You got it, Captain. And he goes off comms. I take it you just sort of wait. Yup. About five minutes later, you hear over the over the uh, com link. Oh dear Christ, Captain! Oh no, the, what the, the fuck the is going on? The janitors are worshiping old Terran pagan gods. <laughs> Emperor's teeth. Uh, okay, uh, gonna call up to call down to the barracks, and we're heading down to we're heading down to whatever floor their headquarters is on. Okay, is is uh, everyone else going with him? Or is anyone decided to stay out of this? If he gives me a heads up. Yeah, if we had a heads up, Herzog goes and gets into his armor and such as quick as he can before being the first heading that way. I probably was like right there since the captain was going with me. Just gets off the I'm bench. I'm probably press still machine. in the medical bay. Yeah, you're probably there with uh, with the others, eyeing the captain warily. <sighs> I'll go get the Inferno pistol. All right. Why would you ever put it down? Because you have to do ledgers with both hands. <laughs> because a misfire with it might pierce the core of the ship. <laughs> or vent your compartment into space. <laughs> but yeah, over the course of about uh, 20 minutes, you get down to the uh, third deck with the janitorial commission on it, centrally located in the ship. And you see this uh, petrified young man in, a, in one of your janitor's uniforms just sort of rocking against the wall outside it. Someone get him to the Medicaid deck. Um, what happened, boy? Ev, ev, everyone's dead. What sort of dead? They're everywhere. The dead people or the thing? The the, the, the boss and and all the others. They're 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 all over. The emperor smiled on you today. It sure doesn't feel like it. Better than what could have happened. <laughs> yeah, but somehow Scylla does not bring up the problem. Okay, well. As uh, prone to misjudgment as I may have been lately, I am not prepared to let anything kill any member of my crew, and we will... Prepare to invade. All right. Uh, just don't ask me to clean it up. Kind of pats him on the shoulder. He just sort of gets up and walks sort of wobbly off in the direction of the infirmary. Okay. Give me a map. In, in seconds, uh, you have a map brought up of the janitorial commission. Pretty simple place cut into two rooms. One's basically a big like locker room and supply zone. And the other one is this bank of washers and dryers that cleans the many uniforms. 
Okay, well, we're not being attacked out here. So whatever it is, it's staying in there. They're staying in there. I, I don't know. Um, is there like a, um, like a single sort of human-sized door into it, or is it like larger than that, like a garage door opening kind of thing or what? It's probably the size of a two-car garage because sometimes they need to bring cert- certain non-standard size shipments in to unpack. Yep, so uh, nothing else for it except for, you know, on on three we, we go in. I mean, does anyone, I don't think anyone else has any sort of uh, recommendations as far as this is concerned, so. No, we go in, we cleanse it. It's going to be ugly. Here's all we get by the door. All right, everyone's by the doors. Yep, as soon as everybody's ready, just hit the, you know, raise door button. All right, and as everyone uh, moves into the room, you can see pretty clearly that there's nothing, well, nothing, like, alive in here. There's a great deal of blood and viscera lining the walls and the ground to the point that it looks more like a slaughterhouse than it does a crime scene. And this is the uh, like the locker room portion or the, yeah, laundry this is the portion? locker room. You can hear the loud thrumming of the washers and dryers in the next room through a second door at the end of this one. Quite ghastly. Disgusting. This is pretty ugly. And you can feel this chill in this room, this almost palpable chill. And you can hear sort of whispers scratching at the outsides of your psyche. Consider your willpower to be a minus 10. But it's already so low. Whoops. <laughs> How to get into the negative so easy? <laughs> no worries. The Emperor's light protects even here. Zerg will basically try to puff up and uh, walk forward with the heavy flamer first. Alright, so you're going to go into the other room? Yeah. I'll be close behind. Okay. So you make your way into that room, and it is again filled with viscera coating the coating the rumbling washers and dryers. The smell of detergent and blood rises through the room. Uh, everyone who walks in may make me a perception test. 83 out of 30. 39 out of 40. 82 out of 42. This will be fun. Nobody roll 9. Oh, fucking assholes. 92 out of 41. <laughs> Was this an awareness you said? Yes. Uh, 41 out of 45. Okay. And I, and I bought the skill last time, so I actually have it now. <laughs> oh, yeah, awareness. Sorry. Not, not straight perception. Uh, did anyone, still the same for me. Did anyone get more than one degree of success? No, I don't think so. All right. So you make your way into the room and look around, but you can't see what's caused all of this. Uh, do the... Well, it took us a fair while to get down here. Should these machines still be running? Well, I suppose that's that's a matter for Mechanicus and the Janitor's Guild. Uh, though I will open a running one. Uh, you open one of the washers? Yeah, we'll draw it, washer, dryer, whatever's close. 
Sure. You open a washer and uh, and soapy water spills out onto the ground on your feet, but it appears to be normal. It's hard to hear anything over the droning white noise of all of these machines. Come forth, demon. Show us the might of chaos in the face of the emperor. And he'll basically walk around the room uh, shouting in the hopes that it comes out. Right, so there he's where I would try to murder him from if he was doing that. <laughs> so you're going to walk around and try to be generally, uh, generally obnoxious? Yep, generally obnoxious. Okay, I dig that. Okay. Da, 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 da. Just checking on some rules. Just make sure I got them right in this edition. I like rules. That's fun. Good that he's got to do rules. I mean, there's something he hasn't done before, which means we're going to have new and exciting ways to die. I'm just double-checking some stuff. It's fine. Okay. Um, I can't find it, so tell me. What does warp weapon ignore? Uh, armor and shields and... Uh, it's probably under traits. It's a different section than talents. It, it ignores uh, everything but toughness and telekinetic shields, specifically. Okay. Sure. All right. So you feel this cold spike go through your uh, calf, right through your armor, Herzog. That's going to be 12 damage, and I need you to make me a toughness test. Okay. Let's see. 12 damage, so toughness bonus applies, but not... Uh... Not armor. Okay. So how much damage do you take? 7. Then make toughness minus 35. Okay. Jesus. That's, that's a... That's still a 17. I've got much better odds than I had a right to. 95 won't do it. How about I spend a fate point and try again? The pod's so low, I don't know if it's... That's the text. 65. If you need it. 65 doesn't do it? Uh, No, 65 out of 17. Yeah. All right. I think your degrees might matter. So you can feel this spreading corruption and poison go through your veins as you take an additional three damage impact. No reduction from armor, armor or toughness. I figured. Okay, that one takes me to minus one. All right, minus one impact to the leg. Oh, wait. Hold on. Were we at full health? Yeah, everyone went to full health. over. Okay, the, sorry. Then never mind. I am at one, not negative one. Cool. All right. As you look down, there's this sickly chitinous spike running through your leg that pulls out just as quickly as it shot into you. All right. Well, I'm going to turn and uh, blast the flame after it. Sure. And as you blast the flames into this uh, essentially ductwork system, five entities burst out of it like a swarm of roaches, and they just fly into the center of the room. And what they look like are essentially kinked chitinous cylinders with a horrible fanged maw at either end and these large spider legs coming out of them. Someone really outdid themselves when they made you. They hiss and shout in this gibbering language at you. Everyone roll me initiative. So that's agility? Uh, D10 plus your agility bonus. Okay. Four. Uh, six plus seven, 13. Nine. 
Josh got 12. The standard is for them all to go, all, for most of the enemies of the same type to go on one, uh, one initiative, right? I'd assume. It's easier bookkeeping, at least. It doesn't really make that make a difference. Play got a 20. Okay. Just finished writing that down. Okay. Mord, it's your turn first. Um, yeah, Mord will see this oh. and totally also, not. Sorry, one more thing. Everyone roll me a, uh, a fear test. These are these Caesar of the warp. These are absolutely of the warp. God damn it, oh. Jaded will never do anything for me. Jaded, okay. well, we probably should have freaked out at the at yeah, the all, all the blood and gore. I assume you were mostly immune to. Yeah, but I actually specifically have a talent. Where some of us are not. Yeah, it's, it's yeah, not some Black, of them don't. It's, it's not Black Crusade where everybody gets jaded. No, yeah, I, I, I thought everyone picked up jaded. I'll, no. I'll keep that in mind. I, I don't think Mord or the Captain did. I can reroll. Uh, la, 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 la. I can reroll failed will. I have unshakable faith. That's the only thing for fear I have. Does the yeah. captain have anything? The, 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 the captain's got paranoia. <laughs> oh, I have paranoia too. So, yay! No, that, that doesn't have anything to do with fear. It just seemed apt to mention. Uh, either two or three degrees of success for this scared. And remembering uh, seven the seven degrees of success for myself. B minus 10 for willpower. Doesn't matter for you two, but everyone else, keep it in mind. What? Uh, one second. I'm getting a real dice. Oh, it's not yeah. I just rolled 93 times in a row on this for the last couple of checks. Fuck this. I'll be back. While that's going on, that's like out of willpower. That's like five degrees. Of if that's a, that's a willpower uh, penalty from demonic presence? Yes. Which I okay. assume you're immune to? Yeah, I specifically ignore that. Uh, yes, also worth worth noting, I did calculate the minus ten, but I also have a plus ten to fear checks. That's fine. <laughs> Just making sure everyone remembered. How how is your willpower sixty nine? Because uh, I have a lot of willpower. <laughs> I took three of the advances into it. Yeah, and then all of the starting bonuses. I imagine a lot of starting bonuses, and it was one of the things I like was pretty good in even before applying all that. Yeah, but this should right. be at most. You should have like forty five plus five for each advance. I guess a. So I think that's six degrees of failure on Travis. No, that's a full seven. Oh, is that how that works? Yeah, right, let's see how he does on the full oh, ten. No. Okay, let's roll on the skirt table. All Your right. heart explodes. Okay, so I've got his, and you've got uh, two degrees, Phaedra? Yeah, I'm plus 20. I'll be right back. I'm getting physical dice. Assuming this dice roller. Th- this is uh, this is fear one? Uh, this is fear two. Oh. Okay. Then that, my effective willpower is the 20, then. Because fear two is minus 10. I think everyone else still got it, except for, of course, Travis, who is at eight... <laughs> Who feels even harder, yeah. This has gone poorly for him, I'm not going to lie. He's he's up in the like the you die from fear zone, isn't he? He he got the second worst result. Oh no. <laughs> of everything? Of of all shock table. He got a plus eighty from degrees of failure alone. Oh, did I just keel over dead? I just got back. Not dead. You can't die of shock. Yeah, you got the second worst result listed in the book. Yeah, what happened? Well, first we're going to go with the captain. 
35 plus 30 is 65. The character is frozen by terror. The character may make no actions until he snaps out of it. After snapping out of it, the character will make all tests with a minus 10 penalty for the rest of the encounter. The character gains 1d5 insanity. Alright, let me roll that. Travis. Oh, delightful. Okay. Mord's mind snaps and he becomes catatonic for 1d5 hours and may not be roused. Oh my god! Gain 1d10 insanity. (laughs) (laughs) Alright, let's see if I roll a 10 on physical dice since I've been fucking up royally ever all their dice. Um, so I just hit 10 insanity. Is that a mark? Like, do I have Uh, to check for a trauma or something? Let me look. Degrees of fear, shock, and getting mental disorders, mental trauma is 10. Yeah. So you Dr. get a mental trauma uh, test. Nine, insanity. My dice are the best. <laughs> All right. Does that put you above 10? No, I'm at nine. No, okay. I got hell. Okay, so, so it's, I make. So it's a willpower test, unfortunately. So I'm at 30, because Demonic Presence affects this as well. But plus 10, because you don't get hit plus zero until you have 40 insanity. Okay. Uh, Nope, that is one full degree of failure. I also hate to be an additional devil's advocate here, but also does the minus 10 on all things applying because of the fear count for this too? Uh, He hasn't snapped out of it yet. Yeah. Oh, it's only after the snap out. Okay, that makes sense. All right, so roll a d100 and add 10, Axe. That is uh, 30. 30. You become withdrawn and quiet. You're at minus 10 to fellowship-based tests for 3d10 hours. So, not too important. So these these sentinel faints dead away. And (laughs) the captain just sits there, like, or stands there. Slack-jawed? Yeah, just, nope. Yeah, it's really odd how these things move. Rather than twisting like a snake would, just it seems that it creates new kinks in the uh, the cylinder of its body as it turns. Mord faints straight straight away, falls to the ground with a thud. His uh vol- his uh volcano pistol rolling to the side, and the captain's just sort of staring. So that brings it to Scylla. Okay. Um, I'm gonna murder one with a sword, I guess. If there's one off to the side, so like our buddy can flame the ones that aren't there, I want to um, engage one. That's a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. If nothing else, you can engage one from a piece of cover. You can duck behind relative to the flames. Okay. I will. I will do that. Just like get behind uh, a washer dryer and attack it. <laughs> yes. Sure. So I will try to stab one of these things with the sword. Give me an attack roll. Uh, 25 out of a bunch. Um, that's going to be 4 plus... I'm forgetting all of the modifiers for the system. Uh, if, nothing, okay. if nothing else, he has failed to dodge. Okay, so I'll just roll damage and see what happens. Sure. D10 plus 10 is 15, pen 5. 15, pen 5? Mm hmm. And uh, does pen reduce toughness? I always forget. No. Nope. Okay. All right. It takes a pretty significant blow, but remains standing as uh, you cut it open and this sizzling acid starts spitting from the wound. 
I was going to have my grapple hawk attack it, but that might be a bad idea. <laughs> and does the acid seem to hurt the metal? Or just... Is it for more like, you know, organic stuff? Um, as long as you keep away from it, it's not going to harm you. It seems to only be an organic dissolving acid. It does, it's not... It's not acidic enough to hurt your weapon. Okay. My bird is going to try to murder it then, too. All right. Give it a shot. Bird murder. Birder. That's a miss. Bird miss. Miss? Bird miss. Okay. So that brings it down to Herzog. All right. uh, What's the most efficient cone of fire I can spray that does not encompass Scylla? Uh, you can hit them all, actually, the way I'm imagining this. They've they've effectively jumped into the center of an aisle of uh, washer dryers. Okay, and so like Scylla's up on the outside attacking down or something? Yeah, got behind one just for this particular occasion. All right, then, yeah, let's, uh, let's light it up. Laundry. <laughs> it, it's not the most inspiring of action one-liners, but <laughs> it'll do. <laughs> Set to high heat. <laughs> <laughs> Feel the cleansing detergent of the emperor. <laughs> Enjoy the driest cycle. Spray, rinse, repeat. Lame. Uh, yeah, they make agility tests to uh, not burn. Miss hits. Miss hits. Oh, I guess I rolled the. I guess I rolled the damage that they do. Four, five. Uh, 13 penetration for energy. 13 pen four? Yep. And then if they were hit, they have to do a second agility test to not catch fire. What did the first agility test do? The first agility test was not to get hit by the flamer at all. The second agility test is not to catch fire and take the flame condition. Yes, avoid the damage and then avoid the dot, basically. Okay, I was rolling for the damage over time. They got that, but they actually really fucked up getting getting not hit by the flamer. <laughs> All right. There is a, sh- a loud shriek in chorus as you uh, set the Emperor's flame to them. It was What was the damage? Uh, damage was 13 pen 4. 13 energy pen 4. Okay. Yeah, they don't seem to catch on fire very well, but you can see the burn singeing deep into the uh, chitinous flesh. And every time they create a new kink to turn towards you, you can see some of the flesh sort of sloughing off. Much like That's the internet constantly making new kinks. <laughs> no kink shaming, Josh. The nature versus nurture theory of kinks. All right. Their turn. One of them's going to attack you, Scylla. With it. Another's going after Scylla. That's a hit. Try and dodge. Can I parry? Yeah, parry works. Okay. Uh, I made it. Right. A third one. Bounce, sword and a high weapon skill. <laughs> and a third one goes after you, and that's a hit. That Yeah, I can't hit anything about that. All right. So your toughness is pretty good. Mm-hmm. So six rending, ignoring armor. Just uh, Okay. Okay, so I take a point of damage. All right, make a toughness test minus five. Uh, oh, yeah. 
That was All right. a waste of a you, margin you, of success. You get jabbed by one of their spidery legs, but you easily shake off the uh, burning toxin inside. You've seen worse on your planet. Let's see, one of you's going after you, Herzog. All right. Luckily, I am surprisingly spry. I hope so, because that was a hit. Okay. Let's the body. roll it. 44 out of 44. Sick. <laughs> yeah, you dodge it. Sex. Sure does. And Deandy, one of them sort of snakes away from the, well, bends away from uh, the rest of them, comes around one of the watchers and comes to attack you, just trying to get away from the others. Fair. So that'll be a hit. Yeah, I'm fucking dead. <laughs> We're not dead. <laughs> one we'll of them all me. <laughs> Uh, how does one go about dodging? Um, you have you dodge. roll under I do not agility. have dodge, so... You can still try. If you roll under half your agility, you dodge the attack. Or you can parry at your weapon skill. Uh, if that's better than your agility minus... Or your agility is over two. It is, actually. Sure, you can try and parry the blow. Okay, well then good, because that one works. Uh, that's uh, 28 out of 33. It would not have worked for agility. Alright. Yeah. What, what do you have, like a stick? A staff? Yeah, she has a staff. Yeah, you managed to keep the staff between you and the uh, the attacker. Kind of shakily. Staff doesn't count as balance, does it? It does not. Okay. But it's neither is it unbalanced or unwieldy. Unwieldy. It's a silly word either way. Right, uh, Phaedra. Alright, I gotta make my man up roll, so... <laughs> Snap out of it. <laughs> oh, I, I, I lose it by six points because of demonic presence. No. I'll, I'll spend fate. Okay, I make that one 24 out of 30. So. Alright, uh, you may act normally, so I, I'd say you get an attack. You'll take a minus 10, though. Yeah. Uh, she so. is painfully silent and just, you know, Walks up to the nearest one and just tries to gut it. Probably the one by Deandy. Uh, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, because Deandy was backed away as far as could be, but still there. All right, give me your attack. All right. So that's... Uh, that's a hit. All right, roll me damage. One D ten plus eight pen five. Uh, nine plus eight seventeen pen five. Seventeen pen five. That is respectable. Nine on the damage die. Yeah. All right. It is looking pretty pained as you take your uh take your blade. This is your blade, right? Not your gun. Yeah. And uh, you cut off a number of its legs. Not enough to hamper its movement, but enough that's. Ooh, it's not happy. <laughs> and funnily enough, it's, uh, you killed it. Warp instability takes, uh, takes effect. And it rends itself from the inside out. And with a snap and the sound of sulfur, or the smell of sulfur, it's just gone. As if it were never there. Yeah, I, I suppose rather maybe rather uncharacteristically, uh, just keeps her mouth shut and just looks towards the rest of them. 
All right, everyone. The captain looks at you. No, the rest of the creatures. No, oh. rest of the creatures. The captain looks at you. <laughs> I was gonna say, probably keep your eyes on the terrifying, <laughs> terrifying meat slinkies. <laughs> that hmm. uh, negative. I'm a meat popsicle. Uh, Dandy, your turn. All right. Um. Yeah. So the ones next that are uh, attacking Scylla. Um. They're are uh, basically arm in arm next to each other. Essentially, yeah. Uh, right. So, at, well, at least attempt this. Um, she'll focus intently on one and uh, command it to uh, strike right at one of the others. Um, and yeah, use compel at unfettered. Okay. Uh, that is a forty-seven out of seventy-four. All right. So what does that mean for me? Uh, the target follows my command, so it basically would make an attack against it if it's able to be affected well, by Psycho it makes, it makes a willpower test? Oh, yes, test. that's true. Yes, I forgot that part. Yes, but it, it makes a willpower get the test. Plus 20 because it's you're giving it a homicidal command rather than a suicidal one. Yes, correct. Watch that. If it tells me to stab itself, then that it gets a bonus. But All right. Um, is it attacking one, two, or three? Uh... As in, it can attack multiple targets, or which one it's attacking? Oh wait, uh, is it attacking one or three? The the left or its right? Uh, I said to its right. So you did, you did say that. All right, it attacks, and oh boy, that was a bad time for it to hit, and a bad time for him to fail his dodge. Ah, oh, the best of times. Oh, and a bad time for him to uh, get a ten. Righteous fury. <laughs> All right. Uh, it scrabbles to the right and rips open the uh, and rips open the beast next to it, who snaps away from the dimension, much like the first one did. Three remain: two on Scylla, one on uh, Herzog. As we come around to Travis, Josh, Josh, coins, coins. <laughs> Why, why do we bring our accountants here anyway? <laughs> why <laughs> why that gun? He just starts reciting figures in his sleep. Because he has, Twitching a, man, and like counting. He has, a, he has a man portable anti-tank weapon on him. Why do you think we brought him? <laughs> Let him have so, that. <laughs> he buys the best toys. Huh? <laughs> he's, all, Since, he's also can be sneaky, you know, if he doesn't just fucking fall to the ground slobbering and gibbering. I want to finish killing the one I'm a simple action aim and then attack, I guess. So next to it now. I think that's a thing. Yeah. It is. I looked that up. You can aim, you can faint, you can do uh, 34 out of 64. Yeah, 64. All right. Yeah, I'm not even going to make you roll damage. It had one HP left from the warp instability roll. Sweet. So describe how you kill it. Uh, I just sort of cut it right down the slinky. All right. You cut it lengthways and it opens like an overcooked hot dog. Yeah. And then it just continues averting until it just sort of disappears into unreality. Okay. Uh, and then I guess I will have my bird attack some other one. The other one that's bothering you or the one on Herzog? Um, okay. Uh, does he have time to do a simple action aim? Um, he was over by you, so I imagine you might need to make a move action. Mm. If, if okay. he goes for the one on Herzog, I mean. Is, 
then he literally misses by one unless these things are big. Do you want to spend a favorite? Or you get... Not really. (laughs) (laughs) That's fair. (laughs) No. No, it seems to be... I'm just trying to think... It lets out a mechanical squawk. Oh, yeah. I'm just trying to remember if this is one of the ones that you have plus 10 on a single attack or not, but I don't think it is. No. It was like the first one. Why would you your get bird does make two attacks, though. Attack. What's that? Doesn't oh, your yeah. bird have swift attack? Because oh. of swift attack, it attacks twice. Oh, yeah. Uh, wow, the second one super misses. <laughs> we, it swoops down. Uh, it swoops down again, hits a washer dryer, shocks it. Oh, the robot hawk is trying to mate with the washer dryer. <laughs> it grapples it and lifts it into the sky. Okay, so with that done, Herzog. There's one in melee range with you, and one in melee range with Scylla further down the banks of Watchers. Uh, that's fine. I will... Let's see. It's meleeing me. Is there a penalty for that with a flamer? I don't even know. I think because it's a basic weapon, you'd get a penalty on using it in hand-to-hand combat. No, you can't use it in hand-to-hand combat if it's right. a basic... It's a heavy weapon, isn't it? It's a heavy weapon. I don't know what... I would assume heavy would be worse. Yeah, that's gotta yeah. be worse. <laughs> I suppose so. He'll just kind of hold it with his left hand and draw his chainsword and swing with the other. All right. Give me an attack. 30 out of... It's enough to figure out how much. 30 out of 47. Just with the dodge roll. Give me a damage roll. With tearing. Oh, yeah. Ah, there we go. Righteous Fury. All right. What we figured that that's a roll to confirm and then get a second damage? Yeah, confirm like the attack originally, so your, your weapon skill. Yeah, roll the attack again. 20, 26. That'll do it. it. Roll up. Yeah, roll 2d10s plus 6. Oh, wait, no, it tears again, doesn't it? So it's 10 plus 6 plus the better of 2d10 again? Yes. Yeah. And if one of those gets a 10, I think you can crit again? Uh, 10 and 2. Is that another Righteous Fury? (laughs) I guess I roll to confirm. Roll to confirm. Yep. 21. All right. Uh, uh, roll d10, <laughs> roll two d10s. This I time hurts. it is nine, nine. Jesus. So uh, why, why can I not roll this well against the main antagonist? Twenty-nine plus nine is uh, thirty-eight. Thirty-eight damage. What's the pen? Two. <laughs> Just to tell me two. what you do to it. <laughs> that was enough. You tripled its health. Um. Yeah. So what? They're long cylindrical tubes. With spider legs. All right, I guess he'll uh, he'll draw the sword and uh, I guess bring it down with a full weight of his body onto uh, right onto the top of it, pushing it down into the ground before sawing it in half against the uh, floor, and then kick the two halves apart. Shit! <laughs> Some uh, Warhammer Space Marine bullshit. <laughs> All right, so uh, it's the last demon's turn, or Damon, sorry. So it does something it heretofore has not done. It turns incorporeal and it just sprints directly through you, Herzog, and out the back wall where you came in. Huh. Okay. So I can spend a fate point to ignore the effects of demonic presence. <laughs> Are you asking me if you can spend a fate point to physically interpose yourself? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I take it. <laughs> sure. Yeah, but, okay. I don't what, know. What's I mean, up, it... what's no, no, I'm wondering if it's referring to. I think like, it means the effect demonic presence the, by the default. The keyword, you know, like the minus 10 to willpower. Yeah. So demonic presence is the thing that gives you the minus 10 to willpower. 
Yeah, so I'm immune to all effects of demonic presence, including willpower. Oh, actually, I'm just naturally immune to that, but I'll spend a fate point if I can uh, interpose myself. Yeah, sure. I'm fine with it. So it runs up to you, and you manage to just sort of knock it back into reality with a quick prayer and a punch. <laughs> and he'll, uh, he'll set his legs and uh, punch forward into it. It, it just sort of... Uh, you knock it back with an uppercut. It twists up into the air and turns the spider legs backwards to land them back on the ground. The other mouth coming up to look at you. Does it have eyes on the inside? Did that old man just punch prey a ghost back into the material plane? The emperor is fucking awesome. <laughs> <laughs> I'd like to convert, please. He looks a little bit surprised at his own fist. <laughs> oh. Yes, I'd like to sign up for your newsletter. <laughs> but yeah. then he'll raise his chainsword with the other hand. Yeah, as it rushed at you, it went right through a washer-dryer without leaving a scratch, so a little bit confusing. But uh, yes, now we're on to Phaedra. Alright. Um, is it like, just just for the mat, is it charge distance, or is it cl- close enough that I have to walk over and just hit it? You can charge it. Okay. That gives me a plus 10. Plus 15 in total. Yep, 38 out of 65. Damage me. Uh, okay. Get <laughs> <laughs> uh, eight this time. It's not as good. That's 16. 16, just enough. Tell me how it goes. A uh, little bit in awe at the you know mir- literal miracle she just witnessed. Uh, but it's just going to run over and... Uh, yeah, it would look better if it were, you know, cool katana instead of a rapier, but she just, you know, in one motion just rushes it, pokes it through. <laughs> and in other words, if it split open like an unripe hot dog, she just uh, skewered it for appropriate barbecuing. Fair enough. Yeah, and it rips back out into back into uh, unreality. And with a calming ding, the uh, light blue glyph above the doors fizzles out. Well, that was certainly exciting. Herzog will uh, start to examine his massive leg wound. <laughs> it's not great. There's these uh, black lines issuing from it along the skin. Oh, that's an ugly one. Would you uh, like help getting to, to the infirmary? Yeah, yeah, please. I really hope I don't have to cut it off. I just managed to press 500 pounds the other day. <laughs> Hopefully not. Scylla, will you help him back to the infirmary? <laughs> I pick him up. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> like a child. Captain, you get a buzz on your comms from the navigational chamber. What? Sir, there's a... We've, we've hit a warp rift. There may be entities on the ship. Thank you, navigator. Click. All right. So they clean this up. Sandra, you have a very important decision to make here. <laughs> Who's going to clean this up? Is that kid we sent away the highest ranking janitor now? Yes. No, you know what? Fuck it. She will. Whoa. God damn. Okay, so we're pausing the game. You're going to go purchase and download Viscera Cleanup Duty. (laughs) Uh, Yep, I was thinking the same thing. I've already got it. I'll stream it if we have to. This game is going to shift into a Let's Play for an episode. An actual Let's Play. Oh, man. (laughs) Let's see if we can arrange that. We might actually be able to do that. It's silly, but I dig it. It's you, Kevin, taking a turn as the captain. 
Splish, splish. Fire. Hey, they get new buckets so frequently. It just kind of walks over to one of the lockers in, like, part, I don't know, it just, you know, opens it up and grabs some stuff. Just starts cleaning, doesn't say anything else. Uh, will attempt to pick up Mord, and I presume he's not the heaviest man in the world, so she'll do it, but poorly. One by one, the soldiers you had posted from the barracks, they uh, come in and just sort of wordlessly start grabbing mops and things, helping you out. Oh god, is like Mord's entire back just covered in, like, er blood completely. His jacket. (laughs) And there's no laundry sleeve in. His jacket was originally gray-brown, and now it's red. God, the infirmary is going to freak out for a moment. It's like, no, no, no. He just fell unconscious. <laughs> what? No, this isn't my blood. <laughs> Did the captain finally take his eye? What? No, God, no. No, no, you should have seen the other guy. <laughs> All right. So, Phaedra, what is your official message to the rest of the crew, if anything? Uh, well, well, this is, of course, followed by a very cynical, like, jobs are now open in the janitorial department. Uh, actually, you know what? No, she's, like, she she got the I'm not talking to anyone trauma, so she's just, like, just, to everybody else, like, does anybody want to, I don't, scrub, 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 scrub. I'm not, no, not right now. Scrub, 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 scrub. At some point, Stilla will show up and be like, do it, and then help scrub, I guess, because she can scrub pretty well. What kind of rogue trader crew are we? Carpetus brings some drinks. What kind of ship is this? <laughs> we have people for this, but we had people for this. Exactly, we don't have people for this anymore. <laughs> Dandy will probably come down and clean off just enough of a spot for her to sit down on while she's drinking. <laughs> Kevin, this is rogue trader tradition. The PCs take care of any jobs that do not have a specific department assigned to them. <laughs> yeah, fair enough. <laughs> She'll just sit there and watch the cleaning because it's the most interesting thing happening right now. Yeah. And after... I, I throw a bit of intestine at you. If <laughs> only I had fucking telekinesis. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> and after a solid couple hours of cleaning, the janitorial department is mostly presentable. It'd probably fail a health do inspection, we, but... Do we get do the viscera like, fight? Do you just, like, rat tail one of the intestines? Ugh. Just starts playing like '80s college movie music over a, a pillow fight-like intestine fight. The two of us with jaded might not actually be that bothered. Ugh, people are <laughs> fucked up. But yeah, no, the only announcements are very perfunctory. Like, uh, you know, for the remainder of the voyage, it's imperative that you, you know, conduct yourselves in a more fastidious manner. Proceeds to list new rules that will hopefully you know, deal with hygiene in a way that's at least better than nothing at all? Sounds good. Alright, so, first warp recursion out of uh, the, the three you've rolled, let's get... Yeah. yeah. Alright, so a couple days later, uh, this time, Scylla, you get a direct message from the, uh, from the navigator. Scylla, hmm. <sighs> Ships held in time. Out the front window, look. I look out the front window. As you look out, you see this sort of blue haze that has captured in it 
a tremendous number of sort of variously old space hulks and asteroids unable to move. It's going to be a pilot check to avoid it. It's Nurgle Central Flim Pile. Noticed it myself. Okay. <laughs> uh, that's a weird thing. All right. Yeah, I'll, I'll do that. Steal something from them. <laughs> uh, yeah, I made it. Easy peasy. Lemon squeezy. All right. You make your way around it. Would you like to know what that would have done had you been gotten caught? Yes. Let's see. Everyone burn a fate point to shoot through it. Uh, you have been stuck in a warp rift for 1d5 days. Oh, God. That wasn't that bad. It's another encounter. We'd hang out. Yeah, it's not as bad as it could be. Well, yeah, but look at what devour us. There's a lot of things that seem much worse. All those hulks are ships that died waiting in that phlegm. Yeah, but we're clearly better than them. Oh, snap. I mean, they died. We are not dead yet, so obviously better. You hear that, old famous people who are dead? Fuck you, I'm better than you. (laughs) Right. Does anyone have anything they'd like to do before we hit the next encounter? Here's all guys to switch to light workouts. Ward will continue to hide in shame going through the accounting. God Christ, this has been the worst week and a half since joining this ship ever. <laughs> we have a warp incursion in the accountant's office. Deandy gets progressively bored and just hangs out next to people at various times drinking. A lot more drinking than usual. There's not much else to do. <laughs> yeah, what do you fair. expect? You're that's the fair. only person who's drinking for the sake of drinking anymore instead of drinking to forget. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I have to... in between. <laughs> I have to admit, when you're hired on for the sake of uh, long-range communication and you are currently in a realm of insanity... Yeah, that's exactly what my thought, that she's not actually doing anything, so she's just kind of poking around, like, just will walk through the gym, just kind of eye Herzog, lean over like she's actually inspecting something else, but it's not like it makes any difference. Pick sure. up the 2.5 weight, start pumping iron, just, like, like staring at him in the face. Like, while yeah, like, gingerly, like, try and, like, pull a weight slightly and then, like, not even be able to shift it and then just like push it aside with a foot but that doesn't work either and just walk away show up and sit on a stack of ledgers next to Mord okay alright so Scylla you get another uh, not too not just a couple days after you get another ping on your communications relay Scylla yep. reality encroaches evasive maneuvers all right, I will evade sounds like, reality. Sounds like my early twenties. <laughs> Jesus, um, I got like five degrees of success. All right, so you see through the viewport this just sort of empty hole of black space that's pulling in matter that's just sort of spawning randomly as the as the warp is wont to do but you managed to twist your way around it. You have managed to avoid the uh, the highest results on the warp travel encounter chart. Oh, that could have been bad. What would, we, what would have happened, actually? Uh, let's see. You would have traveled through the temporal hole for 20 days and then dumped back into reality and count as being severely off course. Which does really weird things to your ship. Like showing up one d five years before you left. That could be 
kind of cool because then we could go and try to save the planet from corruption that got lost and it would just be a completely different campaign. Listen, I've seen this hollow film. It doesn't work that way. Or 1D5 years after. Is that an acceptable excuse to be late on payments? (laughs) (laughs) You just get five years of wages garnished back to the captain. Man, insurance must be a bitch in the Empire. You can't get insured for this. <laughs> no one's gonna. Well, maybe do it. Seems has Tally been capable of it. That's that's in all the uh, the you know clause instead of an act of God or an act of the Emperor. It's just an act of warp. We don't cover this time travel bullshit. Get the fuck out of here. That's one of the classes they were going to release in the new Dark Heresy expansion that will never come out now. The uh, you know Spectro uh, Actuary. Okay, yeah. So um, a few days pass, and uh, the captain, you get a calm uh, ping. Not Scylla this time. Captain, we need to form a bucket brigade. Where's the farm? The Geller Field. Yeah. Okay, yeah, wide, wide band intercom, you know, uh, both, because I assume the Geller Field... It's what is it? It's controls are going like because the, the Geller Field surrounds the ship. So. Yeah, the Geller Field generator has been inexplicably set on fire. Mm. What foul demon uses fire on the ship? Ah, oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry. I got mixed up for a second because I, I, I bought the warp spin hole instead of the standard, and so I'm like, wait, does that set our hole on fire? Oh God. Excuse me, where did you complete your tour of duty? <sighs> Burn scour. <laughs> but yeah, um, I mean, I assume that there are procedures for this. Um, uh, yeah, so basically to prevent it becoming damaged, someone is going to have to make a command test. Oh yeah, I'm great at that. Uh, yeah, so, you know, so get real micromanaged with it and, you know, make sure that there aren't, you know, it's not a too many cooks situation and source water appropriately and whatnot. So oh, well. do not pull it from the oil reserves. What the fuck are you doing? Well, while I'm thinking of it, Axe, have you been using your rogue trader ability? Uh, no, but I can't use that on stuff. I don't like know is happening. So I c- it couldn't have, like the fear stuff wouldn't have helped with that, but yeah, I've oh, been using like, it in the last mission or no, I, I haven't. I should start doing that. Okay. Thank you for reminding me. Let me, let me, in fact, let me put it right at the top of my sheet here. Before I forget. Yeah, he, he gets to pass a free plus 10 to uh, somebody every turn. Anybody who's a rogue trader inspiration. All right. So you do have, a, you have, do have two choices here, captain. You can make a minus 10 command test. If you fail it, the component will be damaged. Or you can vent the compartment. Uh, no, I'm going to... Go ahead. Uh, one gonna... other thing while I'm remembering it. Uh, into the storm, because you are the captain of the vessel. As I can a use it anywhere on the ship. Yeah. yeah. But anyway, sorry. Uh, okay, so that's 60. I am talented in command, I believe. Yep. Total minus 10 difficulty. Yeah, so 65. Not bad. Uh, Ought to, yeah. All right. You efficiently get together a bucket brigade, and they uh, put out the fire before any lasting damage is done to the um, 
any damage is done to the hull or the components. How do we investigate this to see if it was, uh, you know, see if it was arson? Sabotage. Uh, yeah, I suppose sabotage is the closer word. Uh, <laughs> you can make an awareness test if you want to go check it out. Uh, Thirty-two out uh, for five. All right. Yeah, it appears to have just sort of spontaneously caught fire from the inside. On the inside of what is essentially a, a barely vented metal drum. Is so something just smushed against the field too hard and it like blew a fuse, basically? Basically, much like the daemons do, sometimes fire just appears in the warp, sometimes inside your ship. Well, so it's see, reality creates friction on unreality. No, I don't know. <laughs> no, it's Zinch, man. He's got those nine fires. By the way, uh, they've taken a few people to the infirmary as casualties. Take three to crew population and seven to crew morale. All right, 95 morale, 96 pop. Right, and best of all, your Geller field is not counted as damaged. All right, and a couple days later, let's see, Scylla, you get a ping from the navigator. Ugh. Yes. Reality encroaches. Our Again? reality. Our reality. Prepare for re-entry. Oh. Oh. There's a sort of triumphant laughing tone to his voice as he has officially gotten you to the destination 10 days early. Sick. I give him the 40k equivalent of a high five that you can do over the radio. <laughs> All right. You, uh, you, you transmit high fives. Yep. And as you, uh, as you pull, your, you see another blackened hole of reality and you take the ship through it, and the sort of purple glow of the warp leaves, and everyone loses that sort of sickening, nauseous feeling as you re-enter in reality. The blackness around you is still covered in warp storms and sort of twisted, blackened obsidian shapes, but you're here, and it is not the warp. So I guess have uh, our etheric sky... Basically, like, because um, I know where the navigator puts you in the system isn't always, like, close, so how are we in terms of, you know, having to slow boat it to wherever we're going? You're about three hours away from the coordinates you were given. Oh, okay. And off in the far distance, you can see this uh, rapidly spinning pulsar just shooting out energy and ejecta materials in all directions. Okay, insurgent... Uh, it's nice to see a real star again. Yeah. And even closer than that, you can see a great red star, the star Melbethe. You are officially as far as anyone has ever traveled into the wrist of Hecaton. Okay. Well, uh, after putting on, you know, some sort of celebratory thanks navigators for not fucking up him over the, the, the bands, uh, we will... I uh, suppose gather up on the bridge and start figuring out what 
uh, it was a station or a planet that they got. It was a station, right? Like a relay, astropathic relay of some kind out here. Uh, it was an astropathic message. You weren't a hundred. Per- you didn't get full intel on what sort of what sort of place it came from. Okay. Yeah. So we will. Uh, after forty days of relative uh, relaxation, we'll put the choir to work scanning the area psychically. Sure. So you get to the uh, coordinates, and eventually the astropaths. Actually, uh, Max, give me a scientist's test. You're the astro astropath choir master, sure. right? Um, it's thirty three out of whatever I have, which I think that's is... probably enough. Yeah, that's enough. All right. So you eventually pinpoint um, not so much a number of people, but the only life sign you can find in this galaxy, or not galaxy, uh, this system. You are pointed in the general direction of this rather large palace-like structure of rough-hewn obsidian, just sort of floating through space. As you bring it up on the scanners, you can see that there are great claw marks and bite marks in it, as if it was attacked by some huge beast. And there's life on it? It's hard to pinpoint, but it's the only place that uh, had astropathic life signs coming from it. I have no idea what that could be. Is it enclosed at all? Like, does it look just like a really ornate space station, or is it like a free, uh, free-floating structure, or what? It's almost as though someone built a sandcastle out of obsidian, but scaled up hundreds and hundreds of times. Can it fit in our trunk? Because I bet you that's worth a lot of money. It cannot fit in your trunk. Damn it. I apologize, but we have too much junk there. <sighs> yes! We gotta do. So, why are we out here? I do not believe I was uh, informed as to why we are at the furthest reaches next to a very pretty star and a obsidian structure well long story short uh this is part of getting a uh, corin's rest back uh th- there's apparently some sort of uh organization combine structure uh possibly secessionist possibly heretical and secessionist it's not really clear and we are to just well there's a message um and it came from approximately here i mean this is the closest sort of uh, point, you know, that could be navigated to? Yes, sir. Okay, well, yeah, we'll, uh, we'll get etherics on it. Uh, sorry, what's etherics again? Sensors. Sensors, yes. Yeah, you uh, get all of your sensors on it. It appears to be, uh, well, nothing appears to be dangerous or even moving, really. And no, uh, no, Psychic kinkiness besides just there maybe being people on it? Yep. Uh, well, suppose we should shuttle in. Shall we announce our presence before or after we uh, walk in their front door? Well, that's a good point. Yeah, have the Master of the Vox send out like just a wide band, you know, I don't know, uh, hail, I guess would be the term. Sure. Hey, you send out on wide bands. And you receive in return simply a um, a beep code that's that uh, is a general acknowledgement tone, but no answer in words. So they got to work computer and not much else, at least 
at the switch. Uh, yeah, it, I mean, if this is what we're looking for, then we gotta head down and check because they're not telling us anything. Yeah, so start getting that ready. All right, so you get the gun cutter out. Mm-hmm. All right, luckily enough, at the um, at effectively the entrance of this obsidian castle, there appears to be a uh, an outcropping of rock large enough for you to, for you to attach your landing gears to. Um, at at this close, uh, we're gonna need void suits. Yeah, this appears to be open open void. And just to clarify, that replaces your normal armor with like two. Yeah, I like think. two armor. That's okay. All right. Until everybody suits up, and you know all the uh, there's probably like runes of sealing on the suits to make sure they're all okay, and then uh, pop it open. Okay. So you come down onto the uh, onto the platform, and you you get the sort of eerie silence of not being able to hear anything except your and your calm friends breathing. Um, is this thing, I assume it's not massive enough, enough to have its own gravity. So is it spinning or are we just free fall right now? Basically. Um, it appears to be essentially tidally locked to something, not the star for sure, but, uh, it's not spinning wildly or anything. Yeah. So we're in word zero G basically. Yeah. So I assume you walk in. Uh, yeah. If there's like a arch or door or something like that. Yeah. You pass through the arches into this tremendous black stone room. The, uh, the headlights of your ship behind you and the lights in your suits, the only real sources of light as you pass into it. And, um, you can see that there's a number of sort of gouges and again, they look like large claw marks taken out of the center of this chamber. Oh, and was this castle like imperial architecture? No, this appears completely different. From here, there is simply a pair of ramps that curve around the wall in front of you into another chamber behind it. And they both head to the same place. It's like a spiral staircase. Uh, yeah, it, it just—it's not even so much a staircase; it's just the entryway to another room that is symmetrically attached to on either side. All right, yeah, uh, unless there's anything. I mean, so there's nothing besides the gouges of note. It's just rock. Yeah. Okay. The gouges yeah. are incredibly sharp, being obsidian and all that, but. Oh, uh, yeah, walk up the ramps. Yeah. And you pass your way into this chamber with a tremendous hole out the back of the castle that is staring directly into the yawning maw of a tremendous chaos rift. You can basically see open warp from here. And sitting cross-legged in the center of the room is a, uh, is a completely bald woman in astropath's robes, sitting unprotected from the void, staring out the, the wall. Uh... Does well, I don't know. Void Frost is probably too esoteric a thing for a not astropath to know about. Uh, like what? So, like you know, her she just is basically just walking around without a void suit. Like there's no like you know weird effects or like a bubble or some weird stuff like that. There's nothing visible going on. It just appears to be a woman sitting in the void. 
Uh, does she appear to have any sort of com gear on her? Um, she has a small sort of belt size um, communications computer at her side. How old does she look? Uh, she looks in her mid-30s. What do you make of this? It says to Deonda. Someone skilled. Beyond that, very little, I suppose. It's strange, especially being in a place such as this. Um, you know, just because this is how she normally interacts with most people first. Uh, I'll roll to read her aura. Okay. What does that get you? Um, it based on my number of successes. Sure. Degree Let me know how it goes. One sec. Oh, and uh, about the rift. Like, so does it appear that like the hole is the rift, or that this is what it's tidally locked to, maybe, or? Uh, there's a fair amount of open void between you and the rift, so it appears that somehow this um, this castle is oriented towards that rift. In order to maintain that, it would have to be good at exerting gravity, maybe, or just warp fuckery, who knows. Okay, so, um, things I get. Firstly, um, I get to uh, directly be stated the three strongest emotions the target is currently experiencing. Let's do that first. None. Interesting. Uh, their race. Human. Uh, whether or not they have any psychic powers. Yes. Oh, wow. Um, oh, oh, wow. Uh, oh, I, if there, since I have got one, I can also, um, uh, I get a, the idea of their well-being, including current wounds and fatigue levels. Uh, none and one. And finally, if the target is also a psyker, I can sense the target's psi rating. Um. Also, I get a plus 10 on fellowships with tests with them while I'm keeping this up. Sure. Um, th- that number is, I have that number somewhere down here. Six. Fuck. <laughs> Incredibly powerful. Is, uh, is that what's, you know, keeping her... Almost certainly. Is that a thing? Okay. It's a thing that can be learned, mastered. Not something I have yet. I haven't put my studies into that at the moment. More pressing has been learning the communications. Yeah, no no doubt. That's why you're here. Okay. Though, you know, in the future. uh, (laughs) These things are are bulky. And uh, anyway. The thought had crossed my mind. Okay, well, we can't talk to her. I mean, I suppose you might be able to talk to her. Uh, I can attempt if you'd like. She seems moderately tired and blank. Well, I don't... uh, Yeah, she wouldn't be feeling nothing if if she were a problem. So... Yeah, just... Talk to her, I mean, and, and, you know, maybe try to get a communications frequency we can hit her up on, but. Uh, yeah, I guess I'll use, uh, thought sending. Alright. I don't even need to roll, it's fine. Okay. Hello. So you're here. So we are. May I ask who you are? I think you would prefer if I, if you didn't have to translate. (laughs) That would be good in the long run. Would you mind giving me your frequency? I suppose, though, 
give me a moment. And in a few seconds, everyone, your uh, your void suits readings show normal atmospheric conditions for an Earth-like planet. I didn't know that trick. Not many do. <laughs> I do not. You know that's that's insanity. Yeah, she she could whatever she's doing, she could stop it at any time. Mortal take the suit off. Yeah. Yeah, she's I'll... being hospitable. <laughs> I'm gonna undo my suit. Don't you fucking laugh at me, James? <laughs> if she's if she's talking though, now we can hear her because it's atmosphere. So we don't need to take the suits off to hear her. Dandy will anyway. You can just lift the visor, right? Or just take the helmet off. Oh well, yeah, I'm not intending to fully strip. Oh yeah, no, not fully strip. That would take forever, ignoring anything else. Oh, quick question. How how much chance did I get to heal while for the rest of the journey? Is it like one per day usually? One a week? Um I can check. Once you get to lightly damaged, I think it's like I'm just... your toughness bonus per week or something. Uh, I don't know, I take five five health I, back. I, I don't know. I probably healed the one damage I took. Yeah, you're fine. Sorry, how much? Five. Okay. I'm I'm gonna be pretty uh forgiving with the wounds because they aren't. Light damage removes one damage per day through natural healing. Heavily damage is probably one per week. Uh, yes, correct. You can get back five with your natural infirmary and all that. Also, yeah, if you devote uh, an entire week to rest type of thing, uh, that also helps in heavily damage. Cool. So. So, I suppose you probably have questions. She speaks audibly through the atmosphere, though her voice sounds a bit rusty. Oh, she's a robot. (laughs) (laughs) Well... Did you send uh, an astropathic message? I did. Uh, what, what was the exact text of it? Like we're uh, we it? are we are the Schismaticus Collective, and we are coming. Something like that. Yeah. Uh, you, you sent that. I did. Uh, do you know who the Schismaticus Collective is? Yes, I am a member. Then we have a lot of questions. I suppose you would, no. Uh, well, I suppose the most... Uh, most importantly, what was the intent of that message? Distraction. From? Well, we know generally how the Imperium works. Anyone they put on the problem, they're going to send to check out the frequency first. All right. Well, we're here. Indeed. Hello. What is this collective? Herzog keeps his hand near his sword and keeps his mouth shut rather than outright accuse him of heresy. We We seek our own place in the galaxy. Outside of the Emperor's Domain? Well, the claims that have been staked have been a little hasty considering the work that has been done to develop them. Wait, wait, so you're planning to... What, you're planning to secede and 
the worlds haven't yet. I'm not certain what you mean by by claims you're staking. I'm saying the claims that the Imperium have staked are a little hasty, considering the amount of work they've done to back it up. Uh, I'm not certain if... (laughs) Perhaps this is a convenient fact you've forgotten, but this galaxy is the Emperor's domain. Much of it has been lost. That doesn't mean it can't be refound, brought back into the fold. And has the Emperor ordered such a such a crusade? There's been no military crusade called, no. Then if it's the Emperor's, what right do you have to take it for him? Captain, sir. Yes? May, may I try my hand here? Of course. Madam, do you have a title I may call you as? Do you wish for my name or my code name? Uh, Either is fine with me, whichever one you feel more appropriate giving. Matters not to me. The collective calls me Warpside. Others who know me call me Caledonia Marcellus. Now, we, we appear to have come on a... Or, excuse me. The conversation seems to have uh, splintered into a very odd arrangement. What per se do you need from us? It appears that you wish to have some independence in this ses- in this sector, this system. I need nothing from you. By the way, she has not yet turned to face any of you. She is still staring into the rift. We'll deal with the creepy people later. <laughs> Well, I mean, you mentioned she had astropath robes on, so it's not that different. <laughs> <laughs> so we were merely here just to, for convenience sake. I've, I, uh, I seem to have misunderstood the communication that you wish to open some line of dialogue between the Empire and here. No, I was here to transmit a message. And the message we received is the entirety of your message? There are no new addendums or uh, acquisitions you would list? The message was twofold. The first part of the message was the words within it. The second part were the coordinates it came from. And the implied demand, come find me. Well, we have acquiesced to your request. Um, is there another step in this uh, trade situation that you would wish from us a next step to possibly build and barter some uh, sense of trust. The moment you entered the warp to come here, the next step was complete. Scratches his stubble like, oh, I hate dealing with astropaths and weirdos. So was it us you wanted here, or did you just want us away from something else? You can see the sides of her face sort of pull up into a smile. Now you're understanding. I'm afraid that doesn't answer my question, though. The latter. Thank you. Captain, this has all been a diversion at the moment. We were supposed to be here, theoretically, which is the middle of nowhere. I bet there's treasure in a sick castle, though. Isn't that what... Is that where we are? 
That's what I'm saying. They distracted <laughs> us by making us come here. So we might as well just take sick treasure from their sick castle. Perhaps we should ask and inquire and have a a fair trade. Miss Warpside or Miss Marcellus here seems to have a very rich vocabulary and understanding. I'm sure she'd be willing to offer us something for the... I mean, she's already dealt with us in bad faith by luring us here into false pretenses, so... <laughs> like... Yeah, like switches to like microbead to microbead transmissions and tells each person in turn to put their fucking helmet back on. <laughs> Helmet's up. Helmet this back on. This is quite an inconvenience for false pretenses. All thoughts send directly to her, no one else. Um, did you bear any ill will specifically towards us? Of course not. Is there anything else you wanted from us? I have to admit, after about eight months looking at this rift, a bit of companionship did not go did not go unwanted. But I made no false pretenses in bringing you here. If you had never come, I would be just as happy. Tell me, do you like Amasek? You've piqued my interest. Yes, I do. She'll uh, talk over comms for a moment. Captain, if this woman wanted us dead, we'd all already be dead. I couldn't do anything to stop it. I kind of wiggle my hand like, eh, maybe. The, the fact remains, she, people died getting us here. I agree. And it is something terrible. But if that is the case, then wouldn't it be a shame to waste the information we have the potential to have? I mean, they're, they're barely people, zero. There are more people than her. Miss, I assume you are their captain? Yes. I demanded nothing of you. I can only assume you came here on the promise of some other reward. Any deaths are not my responsibility, and it is rather uncouth of you to assume it's someone's other than yourself. So let me get this straight. You you sent out this message knowing that 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 someone is going to respond. Uh, you you hide yourself away in a frankly almost suicidal part of the galaxy. The message is sinister and foreboding and do you disclaim any responsibility is it not the responsibility of the captain to decide whether or not to enter the warp do not play games with me captain do you know what happens if someone dies near a warp rift I don't something unkind I must I, uh, I assume Wherever you're hoping your soul goes is not where it would go. It would be fought over, bartered for, captured, in some cases rent apart. I've seen it all.
we all take our lives and our souls into our own hands when we encounter the war. Let no one take that responsibility from you. Where is your collective? Everywhere. And nowhere? Only everywhere. Because that's the usual kind of bullshit you weird mystic types about. We're already in nowhere, so... Man, I fucking hated my shaman. <laughs> anyway, you did not come here to get indignant. What questions do you have? Uh, yeah, I'm not sure there's any we have that she hasn't already answered. At least, I, like, answered, even if it's in a not particularly helpful and dissembling manner. I'm trying to think. What, what's, what exactly okay, well, was... Specifically, ahead. why did we come here? Like, who told us about the message or whatever? Did we just get one and bounce off? Because we're working with what's his face, right? Is it yeah. just Robert? Is there like no other defining traits? Because that was the next question I was going to ask. Is pry into that man? I'm just yeah. I'm I was sure. actually going to too. I just forgot the name offhand. Uh, you could give the brief holographic physical description he presents. But that's okay. About, that's about it, and the information you picked up on your accounting checks. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Yeah, the Mord will just, uh, Captain, I have one more question uh, pertaining to why I have been rehired into your service, if you are still. Um, by all means. Um, madam, we are under the, we are trying to find some information for a man. Do you know a Robert goes by about yay tall? Uh, insert hologram description here. I honestly have no idea. That is most unfortunate. Do you happen to have any colleagues that you could contact uh, that could possibly know anybody of that description? I, I know one person in the Schismaticus Collective. That is how the organization is structured. A single drop altogether makes a big bucket. So if you could just pass our message along, I'm Are sure there's really some way for you to contact us. There are many questions that you've left unanswered and unasked. Why did you want us out here? Well, want us not there. Because if you came here, you would not be in time to stop us. I figured it'd be something like that. But I don't suppose we have the open relationship for you to tell me exactly what it is we would be stopping. Of course I would, because yeah. you're already too late. <laughs> That's true, if what you're saying is correct. Please, if you would elaborate. Must we get time shenanigans on our next travel? Huh? The unbeholden reaches are ours. But out, like, of out of character, is that anyone, like an area of space? Yeah. Anyone who even has common lore Coronis Expanse knows that the unbeholden reaches are basically the corner of the rimward and trailing fronts in the Coronis Expanse. A number of systems that are largely undeveloped by Imperial presence. And a fairly dangerous part of space, but not nearly as bad as the rest of Hecaton. You can check okay. the map on page 339. It's in the bottom left. May I ask what you want with them? The Imperium is vast. It loses sight of the small things sometimes. She looks up at the warp rift. And coming from me, that is saying something. <laughs> we want our own place, where we are free to establish our own rules. That isn't a choice you get to make. You will have difficulty stopping us. 
unless you're ready for millennia of space travel. It wouldn't be the first time. Is if you're talking about the reaches, they're not like nothing's thousands of years away in in the galaxy through warp travel, at least. I think she's saying we wouldn't be able to use warp travel. Or they're trying to leave the galaxy. So you wish to have just a section of the system to call your own? Am I understanding this correctly? A fair size of it, yes. What kind of looks... Is really that it? How how fair-sized are we talking about? We hold sway over, at the very least, the majority. I'm not 100% on all of the technical details. It's really kind of a moot point. You know, sooner or later, some lord's going to get it in his bonnet that he wants it back. And then what does he do? Well, it's not him that'll do the dying for it. I don't advise you travel to the unbeholden reaches. Mort just kind of shrugs. I've tried worse. He thinks in his head, if you could give me some information, I might be able to try and uh, see how feasible your ideas are. Do you have any questions? Oh, lots of questions, but I don't feel, uh, as you said, you probably do not have the information. Do you have another member I could talk to with a little bit of information on? Uh, begins counting off, like, he's going to go do some lawyer work to figure some things out. As I said, I know one further agent who required me for a project of his. Do you have a means of contacting him? Or her? For the first time, she just sort of looks back at you and raises an eyebrow. (laughs) He shrugs. I merely ask. She looks back at the warp rift. Oh, are her her eyes blown out? They're not, but they do have this sort of purple tinge to them. Like bionic? Or like... It looks as though uh, staring at the warp for a very long time has left some sort of mark on her. Staring into the warp with human eyes and not like a navigator's eye. Really having a problem? Not just cutting her down where she stands. Uh... <laughs> say over the microbead. Uh, just say the word, Captain. Oh, the rift is hungry today. Well, you dissemble and plot, remind yourself that you are near the rift as well. I recall. Unless you are so comfortable with the adversary that such a fate is something you wouldn't mind. Have a look. See him for yourself. And deep in the warp rifts, there is this tremendous gnashing of teeth that have translated into real space would be easily the size of many stars across. It's a mouth that could eat worlds, eat systems. Captain, I appreciate your threatening, but I would much prefer if you simply ask me your questions. So, at this point... We were... No, this is... This is ridiculous! Captain, may I ask one more question? (laughs) What reason do we have to... Fine. If it is all done, if it is all unpreventable, there is no reason not to tell us what you... what the Collective has done. To make this so difficult and impossible, would you mind elucidating me? You're correct. The agent that contacted me and brought me into the collective, he's known as Agent Dead Heat. He's created possibly the greatest Archaeotech canon that's ever been created. And thanks to me, to my efforts, 
it is now tuned to the forming warp tunnels of an incoming ship. So it can fire through the warp itself? Yes, and it can sense when a ship is coming and orient itself to take it as it comes in. Well, that's all I had to ask. Was that so hard, Captain? Uh, can't see her knuckles, but they're white, gripping her sword. So did you take classes on being that smug? I admit, it's a small pleasure of mine. But I will ask you, Captain, are you willing to condemn a soul to the warp for the crime of disrespect? Are you so callous? Efficacy and treason. And heresy. If you believe that my small part in everything that's gone on is worth eternal damnation, then please, pull your sword. I do not plan to leave this place. As you can see, I have no means to. We're leaving. We leave. Next time, we leave. It's a pleasure been talking to you, Miss Marcellus. If you wish to contact us about what I was discussed, you shall know where to reach us. Um, have a good, uh, good stare. <laughs> Turns and leaves. Dandy lingers just a moment, not actually saying anything. She kind of stares past where she is, up towards the warp. Not long. Then just nods. It's a shame we never got to have the drink. She nods solemnly. She'll turn and walk away. Alright, and the bubble of Earth-like atmosphere is removed. And she'll quickly redo her vice. <laughs> oh, yes. You're, you're given time. <laughs> oh, Dandy's dead. Burn a fate point. <laughs> you're given time to put your visor back on. Alright, so I guess my question for everyone is, where are you going next? Uh, what exactly was the was the order from Robert? This is kind of a broad find these dudes? Basically, go check out these coordinates. Uh-huh. I believe this would be a good time to check in with him so Ward can get a good look. And yeah, is it him. actually feasible for someone other than this lady to uh, send a message out of here? Yeah, it's it's uh, especially with a choir. It wouldn't be too bad. The only problem is if you're actually in a warp rift. Okay. Yeah, so uh, definitely try and set up for doing that. It'll be a little bit psychically staticky, but that's easily transmissible. So yeah, you uh, you managed to create a uh, a link with Robert's communication relay, through which his cheery tone comes once again. Hello, Captain. How's it gone? Hasn't been the best day. Hasn't been the best week. Best month. Best year, really. As perhaps a bit of well-earned lucre. Do you think that would solve a bit of it? I love that deep pause. Is this lucre? But so like, better. That incredibly long pause of well, maybe. <laughs> uh, the like, one of the sub accountants reports you on your com link that you've effectively increased by two profit uh, profit factor. Mord is getting on that and tracing that right away. As soon as we're done with this chat, <laughs> you've actually had data from these transfers for a while now. They basically go to the same defense corporations that you found when you did the research on him. Damn it! Use other places, you fucker! I want to track you down! <laughs> well, regardless of whether it soothes, soothes me or not, uh, I'm afraid that there's something of a something of an issue, I suppose. Uh, if not for very particular circumstances, uh, they're, they're secessionists. 
Oh dear. Uh, not sure whether you know the adversary is overtly involved. Uh, she seemed pretty enchanted with a big old warp rift, but they're definitely secessionists. Uh, they want the unbeholden reaches. Oh dear. Theoretically, already have them. Yeah. Yeah. They theoretically have them. Might have them. Could have them. There's been a few murmurs on the business net of a few transport ships going missing out there. Do you think it could be them? How many is a few? Oh, not many people send ships out to the unbeholden reaches, but easily a dozen. Without frequency, I would suppose so. Would you happen to know what the cargo was of these ships? Well, just trade goods, supplies for the people who live on the planets that are occupied, missionaries, the usual. Yeah, they might have a bit of a problem with the missionaries. Uh... If not the Imperium in general, uh, as they've actually not you know shut the fuck up about cannons, guy who owns a defense corporation, uh, or gets money. Uh, yeah, getting there will be uh, problematic. Not really sure why, um, but at any rate, uh, not really certain of a next step. I do have good news for you, though, Captain. What? You now have rights to enter the atmosphere of Theron's Rest. Landing would be a little bit more complicated. I'm working on it. Honestly, these little status reports can stop until I'm once again allowed to leave men there for treatment, okay? I just figured you might be happy. Maybe not. What, so I can I can go there, fly around, wonder what good is currently being squandered on its surface, and then leave? Okay, okay, I understand your point, Captain. But do you have any other information? Not, not at present, no. No leads, no names? What, what did you even find there? An astropath... Keen on wasting our time. So I assume you interrogated them and got the real information out of them? Literally. Uh, uh, yes. The message was sent as a distraction. Ah, I see. And I assume they've already put their plans into motion. So they say. I, I'm not entirely sure why I should believe anything this woman told us. Well, do you have any information that I can try and verify? You're not my only resource. He's starting to seem a little bit less cheerful. Yeah, um, her name is it Caledonia Marcellus? Sorry, it's a big old 40k name. Celadonia. Celadonia? Caledonia? Mal- Marcellus, yes. Caledonia. Uh, the Marcellus dynasty. Old rogue trader clan. Could be anyone within it. Certainly not a rogue trader herself. Did- have the, the Unbeholden Reaches, have they always been screwed up, basically? The Unbeholden Reaches, there's usually dangers to flying there, but a lot of it is just sort of untouched. So it's not like they'd have a... Like, it's not like that, you know, I don't know, used to be or might have been Marcellus territory at some point? No, certainly not. The Marcelluses are, uh, but except for the Rogue Traders, they're an inner rim uh, family. Yeah, one of the one of the OG rogue traders that doesn't really do the 
exploration thing anymore. Uh, okay, so we got a name. I'd rather not tell him about the cannons. Are you willing to tell him the other name she told you? Uh, all we got was Dead Heat. Dead Heat. What does that mean? Uh, it's, a, it's a code name. That they, she had a code name to Warpside. Code names, code names. We can work with this. The smile, the you can hear the smile return to his face. Found him. You have a new mission if you choose to accept it. Where to, Mister Robert? You're heading to Zaith to find a tech priest. Anyone who has Common Lore Corona's Expanse, you know that Zaith is pretty much uh, somewhere between a Death World and a Forge World. <laughs> To a mechanicus oh. world. Got it. Oh, <laughs> I know that they have six swords there. Yep, that is the case. Oh, is, is wait, is that the planet that has like the the terminus, like Mercury or that uh, pitch black or, uh, chronicles? Sorry, no, guess not. Uh, what's yeah? What is the deal with? So it's a forge world slash death world. Is it a death world because it's a forge world? Like did the mechanicus fuck it up or? It's Mad Max. Yeah, roll me a. Oh. Roll me a Commonwealth Cronus Expanse thing. Check. That's the word. A check. Fuck, I remember this place. God damn it. I don't... I have Imperial Navy and Imperium. Uh, two out of 40. Okay. So you, Herzog, you know that uh, Zaith is a world populated by essentially roving city-sized vehicles. That are, at con- that are constantly at war with each other, but produce incredibly powerful weaponry. They're clans of cannonsmiths. They ride the deserts in war with each other. Mechanicus and weapons? Oh, this will be just like old times. I assume on such a place, the, uh, the tech priests probably valuable resources now. Mm. So can I count on you? What's the tech priest we're looking for? Well, aren't getting too much in the way of uh, location on him, but maybe you got some sort of other information that could lead him to lead you to him. I can hope anyway. Mm. If nothing else, we have the name. If someone is seceding from the Imperium, they're going to need some heavy weaponry. Any amount of weaponry at that scale is going to leave a pretty easy trail to follow now yeah you'd think worth a shot and of course i have more and more rewards for you waiting down the line of course in fact i think i might be able to finagle getting you ownership of a small facility on theron's rest well let me know when you do wonderful you wouldn't be able to personally visit for a while of course but it's not for me of course we'll keep in touch wonderful robert out and he cuts communications and unless anyone else has some comments, conversations, or scenes they'd like to do. So, you know, low earth or low atmosphere access to Theron's rest isn't all that bad. Scylla could drop people into a hot landing zone. Be far from the first time. I'm not making... <laughs> no, that doesn't make any sense. Just saying. We're going Where to would... an awful lot of work. Where would they go? What would they do? We're tied to this until he gives it up, or we find some way around it. That's it's that simple. All right, Captain. Yeah, uh, I'm good, personal. And I suppose I'll call the session there. Yay! Does anyone have any questions, comments, concerns? 
did you think that was like a meaningful conversation episode or do you think it drug too long it was it was i it was meaningful but it was a bit circuitous that's fair yeah I, and this just might be me because I've, I've chafed before in similar circumstances but like i i don't get why she's telling us anything except to glow and so the plot moves forward like it didn't like do you know what i mean yeah i did have some uh motivations in mind but i agree they were not very well presented did we have to go to the edge of known space <laughs> we needed sweet rolls on that random encounter <laughs> yeah now, now we have to come back from there too at the same uh oh, god same pace it's, also, it's, it's I guess, actually like, a lot easier to come back. Yeah, you're going. Totally oh, we found another daemon in the tall warp. In the oh. tall warp. God damn you! I guess to me it seems like I don't get the point of that because it could have just been Robert telling us what's next. We did get a thing to hold over Robert and look on the back end from it, but again, yeah, there there was a little bit of. Max mentioned the circularity of the, the the stuff, and like it was, without having a bit more information, it was a little hard to dig well, through it. I'm pretty sure this isn't the end of it. I think this is an introduction to more. And, and I'm pretty sure it was an introduction to the actual like secondary dealy boppers we're gonna have to deal with. So yeah, but what I mean is like, how do I put this? Hmm. It felt more a cutscene than this. The, it basically, it could have been something I got like skimmed over. <laughs> like, I don't mind the random encounters; those are fun. Sure, but to a thing that was just you waiting for us to ask a question that would help move the plot forward. All right, I can dig that. I'll and so, like, it didn't feel like we had a, a ton of agency, I guess. All right, I'll keep that in mind. I think the only thing I could add to that is like I wish I uh, I don't know when I should like ask for a roles because like that one I'd be like charm fodder you know corrals deceive like inquiry just any one of those fellowship roles like can I just ask when to use those skills because I feel like yeah, that might have helped. The worst thing I'll do is say no. Okay, cool. Uh, that that was on my bad then because my my guy is made to be like the fucking just babble all fucking day. So I'll remember that next time. To be fair, he spent the random encounter babbling all day. <laughs> Listen, he does his job well. <laughs> Even when he's fucking passed out for five hours. Alright, but either way, I'm gonna say goodnight, Internet. Good night. Good night, Internet. Good night.